from the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. This is Roz yes. and Mocha. It's, it's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey, guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carr. You're listening to my boys, Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys, Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! You just won a thousand dollars. Amazing! Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hey, did you guys watch uh, Barbarian yet? I haven't. You I, haven't? What's no, the I matter with you? Sorry, I'm busy, bro. Barbarian is one of the coolest movies I've seen in a very... Did you watch it, Shem? No, Come yet. on. Did you see it, Maury? Maury I, saw it. I, I did the interview with Justin Oh, Long. that's right. Yeah. So, But you saw the whole... You watched, watched the whole movie. I watched it in the theater. Like, you, oh, like, for that's how God's you, sake. Oh, can I actually tell you something? Yeah. So they planted people in the theater so that I wouldn't be alone in the theater. <laughs> Sorry, what? What do you mean they the planted? The movie company, because I was going to be the only one seeing this movie. Right? So what do you so mean they, they planted sent, like, people? They sent the, the, the movie company's interns to go and sit in the theater so I wouldn't be alone in the theater to watch a scary movie. Because thinking and that you would... And they didn't pro- tell me. Thinking that you would probably leave. <laughs> thinking yeah. that you would leave or thinking that you would be scared? Too scared and leave. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Wait, so what would they have done if you got up and left? Probably like would report they, back. Would they have stopped you? God, could you imagine that? You get up at a movie's that too scary for you. I know. <laughs> and somebody grabs you by the shoulder and sits your ass back oh, down. Sit down, so, sir. Barbarian, you have to watch Barbarian, okay? Like, it is, like, first of all, Justin Long's character in Barbarian is such an animal. Like, he is deplorable, but Perfect. he's so good. He's so good. The other movie I watched last night, and I don't know how I missed this one. Maybe Maury did the interviews for this one, too. We ran them on the show. <laughs> um, there's a movie on Netflix called Hide and Seek. Ooh. You ever seen yeah. Hide and Seek? Yeah. That is one of the coolest movies I have seen Who's in, in years. You watched that, Sham, obviously. Years. Yeah. Movie. What's the girl's name? What's the lead actor's Wait, is name? Is it is it? it new or is it an old? Twenty nineteen. Oh, okay. Twenty nineteen, and I'm telling you right now, like I like, I know I recommend a lot of stuff, mm-hmm. and I rarely steer people the wrong way, but Hide and Seek is one of the coolest movies I have seen really? in you years. You mean the one from twenty twenty one? No, it's 2019, isn't it? That's what I thought. It was yeah, 2019. There, there's like two ones. There's one from 05 and one from 2021. 2021? Yeah. <laughs> I, I th- no, I swear to God, I thought I saw 2019 With Jonathan Rees Myers? No. Oh. Maybe. Hold on here. Is it called Hide and Seek? It says, when a wealthy businessman follows a lead to find his missing no. brother. No. Oh. I'm getting the name of the TV show then, maybe, Roz. Hold on here. No, no, no. What the hell is that? <laughs> no, no. It's ga- guys, no. it's going to be you something completely different. It's going to be roses you, and, you and peaches. shut up. Yeah. Hold on here. Wine and roses. <laughs> No, what the hell? Is it Wine and Roses? Is that what I'm talking about? No, I, I swear to God, I just watched this movie no, last night. Nah. Yes, I did. No, I think you dreamt you watched a movie no, called Hide and Seek. No. Yeah. No, I'm hold so on. Positive. Oh, my God. I can't believe I, I'm screwing this up. Oh, I can. <laughs> Bro, you need to. Oh, readers? sorry. It's not called Hide and Seek. It's called Ready or Not. Oh, my God. So different. Roses and Peaches. No, because what, what, do you, what do you say in Hide and Seek? You say Ready or Not. Here I come, right? So the movie's called Ready or Not. Adam Brody. Yeah, Adam Brody and Samara Weaving is the. uh, Yeah, Andy McDowell's in it. I'm telling you. Okay, so forget about hide and seek. Ready or not. (laughs) Okay, so don't watch. Okay, don't watch hide and seek. Ready or not Uh is the coolest movie I've seen in years. 
Like it, yeah. it, it, it is, it's like, it's sort of like Get Out. Uh-huh. Okay, but in a sort of in a different world. Can right? I read it's, what it's the, the it's the same? Yeah, the description. Um, sure. It says yeah. a bride's wedding night takes a sinister turn when her eccentric new in laws force her to take part in a terrifying game. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Not yeah. to be confused with the 1993. No, Maury, stop, 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 stop confusing people. I already confused people enough. I know. Ready or not. <laughs> Why would you bring something else up? Hide and seek. Ready or not. No, it's not <laughs> called that, jackasses. Okay. I wish then, we could just start over. And the sequel's uh, called Here I Come. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not. No. And then the prequel, the prequel, <laughs> the prequel's called Tag Your In. <laughs> <laughs> okay, listen, jackasses. Uh-huh. All right, all of you. Wrong. It's a great movie. I don't know how else to sell a great movie. It's called Ready or Not. <laughs> Only Maury found that funny. Only you found that funny. Okay, I've corrected myself. I, Maury, will admit when I made a mistake. The movie I'll is admit ca- it when I make one. <laughs> the movie Honor. is called Ready or Not. Trust and me it's on, on this. It's on. Yeah, I, th- I think. <laughs> Oh my god. god. Dude, you are wow. No, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty confident it's on it's on Netflix. How confident? Uh like I, me- I bet you it's not. I Shut bet up. you it's not. Shut up. No. Here, quickly, quickly. Anyway, somebody look it up. Go it's f- on, oh my god, it's on Disney Plus. Yeah. Oh, no, it's not. No, it's not. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's yes, Netflix. It no. No, it's not. No, it's, it's Disney not. Plus. No, oh, wow. no, you're lying. Oh wow. What's it called again? The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Got another uh, slow mo podcast submission from a Roz and Mocha fan. People love this so much, man. Uh, Because it was like accidentally discovered that when you listen to the segments on our podcast at half speed, it sounds like we're drunk. Which I don't know why why that's even a feature on a podcast. I I don't know why anybody, like, why would you even include that feature on podcasts? I understand, like, listening to it at one times the speed or double the speed where you can just try to plow through a podcast. I don't agree with that either. And you could listen to a longer podcast but still understand what they're saying in a shorter period of time. I think that's not that, that much shorter. No, so. I think that that is that goes against the the sort of artistry of what everybody does and creates. I think that it's the same thing that if you allowed people to listen to songs at double the speed. But you can with your book. What's that? I think it's a Maury did with your book. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, is that how you read my book, Maury? Absolutely. I Double studied speed? that book so hard. Oh, you're such a liar. You um, read nothing. So ever since it was discovered that this is a thing, we get submissions like all the time from people who are listening to specifically ridiculous conversations that we have on the podcast, slow yes. it down, and then they send it in to us. So uh, Kirsten who's a huge fan of our show and listens every day and to every single podcast, submitted one from episode 176, which takes us back to July of 2020. Oh, good year. And it was a Ask Razamoka question that said, if you could participate in any reality TV show, which would it be? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And things got crazy and we just sound wasted. At half speed. My reality show? Yeah. It's not competition-based? Oh, it has to be competition-based. <laughs> Why? God. Well, hold on. What was he going to say? 
And Jersey Shore. No. No. There's nothing. No. That's reality, Ed. The question is, if you can participate in any reality TV show, which one would it be? Participate. I would participate in partying. No. No, that's not right. That's my answer. Yeah, I'm going to participate in getting a venereal disease. <laughs> Don't we sound wasted? <laughs> so stupid. Yo, uh, Kirsten, thank you so much. How come for, Mocha sounds more drunk than Ross? For, uh, I for that submission. Know. I think he's just gets so amped up talking about Jersey Shore. Yo, and look at that. Today's Jersey too. Truth. I love it. Uh, if you find a moment on the podcast where half speed, it sounds like that, like we sound drunk, wasted, then feel free to submit it. Please include your name so we can give you a shout out. Let us know what uh, episode number it was as well. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. It was... Uh, I was like Prince Charles last night. Ironing you know, your shoelaces? No, you know Prince Charles, we found out, travels with the teddy bear. Yeah. Right, his childhood teddy bear. So we have one. And his, his nanny, <clears throat> his childhood nanny yeah, still takes care yeah. of the teddy bear or something like that? Fixes yeah. it up? So, so one of the cats dragged one of Roxy's teddies into bed, right? And so we have a teddy bear in the bed now. Okay. And whenever I go down to sleep... Catherine, I fall asleep immediately, and then she watches watches a movie. And I figured that that for me, this has been like my ultimate way of falling asleep lately. Is that I go down, she leaves her lamp light on, yeah. she watches TV, and I, she's there, she's present, and I fall asleep immediately. Sure. And so she, as soon as I fall asleep, she takes this teddy bear and like tucks it under my chin, oh. right, and then takes pictures of me while I'm sleeping. What a troll! <laughs> right? Oh, no. Man, you know, and that's what I wake up to in and the morning. She thinks about that all day oh. in her mind. She's like, I cannot wait till Ross falls asleep tonight. <laughs> I'm gonna show this to you one time and one time only. Okay, okay hold on, let me see. Okay, ready? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! Right, you're like so, tucks the like you're so snuggled up. Like, she tucks the teddy under the blanket yeah. with me, and then tucks <laughs> the teddy's head under my chin, you know and then starts even, paparazziing me. You know what's even more incredible <laughs> is the fact that she had the time to make sure the lighting was perfect and put that joint on portrait mode. <laughs> Yeah, that's so funny, Okay, dude. okay, hold on. So I wake up most days to pictures of me. Hold on, I'll, let me show you. Let me see if I can find that. Uh, there's another one here. Um, <laughs> she should put that up on the bro, gram. I'm Hashtag no filter. <laughs> bro, there is like, first of all, there isn't a filter that would, there isn't a filter that would fix that. I don't think. Wait, I don't. So whose teddy bear is it? It's Roxy's from when yeah, she was I a think, kid. Yeah, I think it's like one of Roxy's teddy bears, right? And then, but the cat drags. The, we have a we have a cat that that steals, and mainly she steals Catherine's underpants. Like the uh -huh. cat in the middle of the night goes on panty raids. Yeah, and she breaks into Catherine's drawers and then takes all the underpants out except for the couple that she wants to play with, and then brings them to the living room. Yeah. Um, but like, I get pictures like this too of me sleeping on the couch when I pass out, right? Oh my god. <laughs> like just no. that, like that that look on your face, yeah, right? Dead. The way your arms are positioned, <laughs> yeah. that is like after a really good meal. I look like I got shot. But instead of being like, oh my god, baby, like uh yeah, like, put, like, like, like yeah, no, it's like <laughs> paparazzo, 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 paparazzo. So anyway, so that's my thing now is that I I'm sleeping so well with like a teddy. Like I've had but, the, the two best nights sleep ever when she tucks a freaking teddy bear under my do chin. Do you wake up though with the with, teddy? Yes. And 
like the first time it happened though. Yes. Were you curious or you just kind of figured it was there? Maybe the cat brought it and. <laughs> okay. Because it was that picture that you showed. Yeah. It really does look like, and that teddy was snuggled right Thank up you. on you. Thank you. So you weren't curious after the very first time, or you just accepted it? Well, the, the teddy's been in the bed for a while, but I'll tell you what I did the first, when I woke up, I woke up in such a great mood the first night Catherine put the teddy bear under my chin. Yeah. When I woke up, I kissed it on the nose. No, you didn't. And then I tucked it back in and I got up. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Hello. Yo, it's Roz and Mocha. Oh, hey guys, how's it going? I need to know if this text that you sent through, if you are part of the. Okay, what's your name? Uh, It's Sean. Sean texted Roz Mm -hmm. and said, uh, "Roz should upload a photo of him on a subreddit called Plushophiles." It's for grown-ups that love teddy bears. Oh, for God's sakes! So it's it's, it's actually a pretty it, 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 it's uh, it's disturbing. Let's just put it that way. So, Sean, so please many, tell me yeah. you're not part of this subreddit, are you? Don't look it up, Roz. Oh, I see. I see that you're gonna no, you're no, going to okay. No, so how do you know in, about no, it? Not Well, I was scrolling through Reddit one day, and someone had uh, recommended clicking on that subreddit so yeah. i did and I, I i immediately shut it down okay um, so when you go to that subreddit Roz, yeah right it'll have like the heading for that post so like so cute and fluffy but every single one of these posts yeah. has the nsfw oh. right beside and the picture is blurred out oh yeah. whatever you do do not click on the photo <laughs> okay for it to unblur <laughs> i won't because i clicked on two yeah what'd you see <laughs> i Everything. Everything? Yeah. Yeah. What these people are doing with these stuffies. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. There's so, some weird uh, stuff out there, man. Yeah. I Maury found a website where my feet are on it. Yes. Yeah. What was it called? Like Footopedia or something? Maury? Something like that. Yeah. 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 Where there's just pictures of my feet. Um, anyway, Sean, thanks for the suggestion. However, I needed to give Roz the warning. How big is this community, do you think, of people who grown people who like to cuddle in that kind of way with stuffies like how big is that community uh, like, 8.2 thousand just got bigger by one person <laughs> that's what she said eight but uh 8.2 thousand members oh, of this one wow. particular subreddit wow. called plushophilia okay now wow okay wow that well the full name of it sounds even more horrific the plushophiles um yeah it's uh it's not a good place to be but uh thank you sean for the recommendation but i suggest that everyone stay away from that subreddit Uh, now i gotta look no no no, i don't want to look anymore (laughs) i don't want to look anymore Uh, yeah 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 i don't want to look anymore no no i'm done stop Thanks, Sean. Yeah, cool, man. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, it has been way, way, way too long. The one, the only Canadian icon, Canadian legend. Stop. Friend of the show. Roz. (laughs) is in the building. Oh my God, dude! Back, I hugged brother. you guys so hard right now. I, I don't even like. It's I don't a, think I can hug anybody any harder than it's, that. It's it's a big family reunion in here with Sean Desmond, who's been in our lives for the duration of the show, thirteen plus years. Yeah, mm-hmm. Sean Desmond has been in my life 
for 20 plus years, the duration of his career. Mm -hmm. And you want to talk about resume. You want to talk about career. Sean Desmond is the guy. You guys just rocked my world, man. Oh, buddy. <laughs> Come on, man. Sean, I don't think you know, and I know that you've had one hell of a summer with, you know, OVO and, and Drake and just the, the love and everything else. And and I never, I, especially with people that you love, I, it always seems weird to me to say welcome back to somebody because welcome back implies that you went away. Um, and I always find that to be a little bit odd and, and, and possibly hurtful. Um, but welcome back. And we know we love you so much. And we know that you sort of stepped away from things for all the right reasons a few years ago. And to have you back and look in the way you did when you strutted into this room today, man, it is a joy to watch you do it. Guys, I hold very few people near and dear to me, okay? And I can honestly say Roz, Mocha, um, and Maury. Our relationship stems further than this business, than us, yeah. what we do here. Yeah. You know, Mocha, man, if you call me and you say, yo, Cruz wants you to come to his birthday party, meet all his friends. <laughs> I'm there. Roz, his birthday's in Catherine April, or Roxy, like, <laughs> hey, dad, like, it would be really cool. Oh. Like, I am there. Maury, you want me to pop out of a cake with a bowl wrapped around my ding dong for Maddie? I will do that. I mean, I will think about it. Didn't you do that like 10 years ago? <laughs> but honestly, guys, this is so... You can only imagine how surreal this is for me. Like, it's been so long and it's music is all I've done forever. And we were talking off air, Roz, like... Uh, first of all congratulations i congratulated you off the air but like i'm so proud of you uh like putting yourself out there and you were saying yes you now you know what it kind of feels like every time an artist or something like you're on the other side now yeah um and i'm just so happy to be here and so happy to be back uh doing what i love and the response since ovo my life has not been the same that guy drake changed my life that night mm-hmm. he changed yeah. my life with the words he said to me um even after my big show at the rivoli last thursday he reached out to me again and was like dude i am so happy you listened to me that night and you didn't just let what happened up on that stage at ovo and then it just fizzle out i'm so happy um so i want to i want to go back real quick sean desmond on the Mocha <laughs> show by the way um i want to go back to that ovo night when you hit that stage and you look out at that crowd, yeah, right? Yeah. And the crowd is there for like everyone Absolutely. who is on it was that an bill, amazing right? Lineup. But at the same time, you start performing and you see the looks on everyone's face, yeah. the response, yeah. them singing your song Dude. back to you. Yeah. And we're talking songs that are like 20 years old, yeah, right? Yeah. And the response that you get at the end of that night, you settle down, mm-hmm. you get home, you're with yeah. your family. Yeah. Like what's going through your mind at that point? So I'm going to tell you, we got in the car 
after the show, like one, two in the morning, me, my wife, my kids were there. And my wife turned to me and said, babe, I don't think you realize what you did up there tonight. And I was like, yeah, she's like, I've, I can feel it now, babe. It is your time. You need to do this. And my wife has had her health struggles the last five years and it's been really difficult. But to hear her finally give me the stamp of approval, like you need to go and do this. I know because she knows there's been a void in my life mm -hmm. for the last little bit. Mm -hmm. um, and I've been dealing with it. And to get that from her, that was all I needed. And of course, you don't look for, for gratification from people. But when Drake tells you Sean Desmond needs to make music again now. Yeah. It, it like it lit a fire, right? Was that like, lit a crazy fire? Was was that the first time your kids were able to see you perform like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They finally like that night. I think they kind of realized like, oh, my dad's a little bit of a big deal, you yeah. know. And like it was yeah. funny. We walked into the green room and Drake sees me, calls me over, and I'm like, okay, guys, we're gonna go talk to Drake. Please don't embarrass me. <laughs> That'd be cool. Actually, shout out to my kids right now. They're listening. Aww. Uh Caden, Owen, and Sienna. I love you guys and my wife Chantel. Um, and so I'm like, we're going to go meet Drake. Don't embarrass me. I'll ask if we can get pictures with him, okay? Yeah. And great, Drake was so gracious, so kind to them, spoke to them, and they were so happy. Um, it's and, incredible, it though, yeah. right? Because when, when you sort of hit, when you, when you hit, and then you start a family and, and, all, and all this stuff, the, the heights that you hit before they even existed are just stories, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And so to see those stories sort of come to life in their eyes, like kids understand the one thing that I know just from, you know, having a kid and Mocha does and you understand as well is that kids understand magic. Oh, yeah. And kids believe in magic. Yeah. And when you get to sort of be magical in front of your kids, I don't know if there's anything better. There's not. I'm getting to share this with them, which was is so incredible. And even my oldest son, who's 14, um, after the Rivoli show last last Thursday for the release of Maniac and whatnot, I got I got home later than they did. He was on the couch watch, watching TV at like midnight. Um, and he's like, dad, you did a really good job tonight. Oh man. Bro. That's from my 14 year old, you yeah. know, like. Has his life or have, have your kids' lives changed like going to school now because their dad's name is all over the place. Their dad's song is all over the radio. I'm not sure it's changed because I think people have kind of known, but now that stuff is happening again, it's mm -hmm. definitely changing a little bit. Like I go pick them up at school and, everybody is just like congratulations yeah. uh, we're so happy you're back like people, don't don't leave us again like yo, when people say that to me yeah. i'm just like it's, oh it's crazy because especially this business and in this country people tend to be a little bit more jaded than i think they are in other places but the response to you is that aspect of fandom is non-existent mm -hmm. and i don't know if you knew how much people were rooting for you even behind the scenes do you know what i mean i do like, I, like, I don't know yeah. if you knew like and i'm sure you had terrible days where you know you felt that it was maybe over or or, or you know I did. all this stuff all this stuff but you know people were rooting for you and like me and mocha like no joke we talk about you all the time like it's yeah. crazy like i think and i hope you know now how much people were rooting for you i do um, i'm seeing it man we Sean, I just want to read to you some of the texts that are coming in yeah. on the Raza Mocha text line. Guys, this is so touching. I'm on the verge of tears. Y'all are amazing. I love Sean Desmond. Somebody else said, I didn't realize how much I missed hearing Sean Desmond until I started hearing all of his songs again. Excited for this new Sean era. Welcome back. 
Sean, I listened to you when I was a kid, and now I have kids. It's a full revolution. Please never go away again. I love Sean Desmond. So glad he's making music again. Sean Desmond getting me emotional. I had the pleasure of meeting Sean a long time ago, uh, opening a show for him. What an absolute gem. Great to hear his voice on the show again. So this is like, for the past few weeks, right? This has been your life. Yeah. Where you're hearing from people who listen to your music for years on years. But then you're also hearing from people who are hearing you as an artist for the very, very first, first time. time. Yeah. So it's like, a, it's got to be like a, a mixed bag of emotion, right? It's, it's a mixed bag of emotion because, again, I have the most amazing loyal fan base. And then now I'm kind of like a big deal on TikTok. And now all these kids are seeing everything. <laughs> yeah. And like, I'm opening up those doors. And then like, it's crazy. And it's funny because I'm like 10 years ago, let's say like 10 years ago, nobody does it like you came out. Yeah. 2012. So if you were in high school, let's say you were 15, you're now 25. That's like my kind of like my sweet spot. And I, I just can't believe that. And then like you said, some of these people who were fans in 2000, I've gone through like two decades of like Sean Desmond and now, now they have kids and their kids are listening to Sean Desmond. It's incredible. It's wild. It's wild. How long were you sitting on Maniac for? Huh. It's a funny story. So I wrote the original version of Maniac in 2014. Really? What? Yeah. Re I, yeah. You know what? I had, I knew, I had a yeah. feeling. Really? This, so you had this yeah. in the pocket this whole time? I had this, time? so the original version, a lot's changed from it. So the one thing that didn't change is that she's a maniac. You always come right back. Like the chorus is the chorus. And so when, after OVO and I signed a new deal with Wax Records, Jamie from Wax, I was sending him a bunch of music and I sent him Maniac. And he's like, whoa, <laughs> sorry, what's this? I'm like, you know, just a song. He's like, oh, okay, pause. We need to rework this, redo the production. Let's rewrite some stuff because this could potentially be amazing that's a smash chorus and so we do that and it's like oh my god pause like this is amazing so yeah i've had the mm -hmm. maniacs been bubbling since 2014 that's amazing so what yeah. else are you holding out on i can't tell you it's a secret <laughs> no i'm now like in full writing creative mode for yeah. uh the ep got a few really things i'm ex uh, a few things i'm really excited about um and hopefully you know an ep summertime obviously there'll be more singles before that but like maniac just came out and i'm gonna ride this Good. yeah and after that performance at rivoli that you did last week sold out show by the way mm -hmm. um in your mind you probably already have like a stage show planned so oh yeah are we thinking yeah tour from sean desmond tour well? and i also want to do what i did at the rivoli like in every major market yeah it's like small and intimate but feels big mm -hmm. fans industry people like because it, it was so great. There was so much love in the room because everybody there wanted to be there. Yeah. Like it was it was such a great feeling. It's such a great night. And Maniac has taken off. It's like such a big song in the country. And like <sighs> you see the numbers coming in. I do. You yeah. hear the song playing on the radio. Yeah. Right? You see those streaming numbers. I do. Like and, that go up every single day. And like people don't see this and like hear all these things of the industry jargon. But Maniac is the the number two most added song at Top yeah, 40 Radio in the country amazing. behind Rihanna. Um, and you know what? <laughs> yeah. This guy right here, after so long not putting on music, I will take that. Yeah, man. I will take that. Bro. Do you do you have um, others in the industry who are reaching out like after all this time being like, yo, like welcome back, by the way. Let's work together. Yeah, so many people. Like everybody's coming out about? of the woodwork. Anyone you can talk about yet? I mean... 
I've always like wanted to do, and we talk about it a lot, me and Cardi. Yeah. Um, I would love to do a record with Cardi and he's such a good dude. He he's is. one of my biggest fans as well, man. Cardi, mm -hmm. if you are listening, I appreciate you so much. When I, I sent him Maniac, one of the first people I sent yeah. and he texted me back. I was in Dominican Republic and he texted me back. Right, He's like, holy, mm -hmm. yeah, this is so come, insane. Okay. You don't even remember this, but I remember that Cardi was on a Red Hair remix. Yes, of course. Right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So how are we not? I know. The logical answer is we need Cardinal Official on the official Maniac, Maniac remix. <laughs> and it's Sean funny. Desmond. It's funny you said that because after he texted me again, like another text that same day, it was like, yo, I think this, I think this needs a rap verse. And he's like, ah, no, no, it doesn't. <laughs> like, you know well, I mean? <laughs> listen, if, if, if Cardinal, he's like one of my favorite rappers. Yeah, okay. If yeah. we can get him on a record with one of my favorite people in the entire world, Man. that would be a dream come true. So yeah. Cardi, if you were listening, you have the song, you know how many bars you need. <laughs> <laughs> he wants Let's too get, many bars. <laughs> Let's get the vocals oh ready. God. I love it. Um, Sean, we can't thank you enough for making time for us. You always make time for us. You're always so generous with your time uh, for the Raza Mocha show. And again, you know how much you mean to us. Oh my God. And we are so incredibly happy, so incredibly proud of you. And anything that we can do to take Maniac to be the biggest song in the country. You know you have our support. Oh my God. You guys are incredible, man. You guys have always, throughout this whole this whole time, man, anytime I reached out for some, you guys are incredible. I sincerely mean it when I say I love you guys. Shem, I see you, bro. <laughs> First time I'm meeting this guy. Yeah, How is so that crazy. even possible? Shem's been on the show forever. And you guys it's because I haven't like been met. in studio. No, no, we no, we're always no. on the phone, right? Yeah. Um, but honestly, no. thank you. I cannot. I like. I cannot thank you guys enough. I love you guys so much. Love man. you too. And and really and, and real quick, because your fan, like, your fans are texting in like nuts. Yeah, right now. like it's crazy. Like we'll we'll send you all of these Please. texts so you can read them later. Please. Yeah. But uh, the floor is yours. What do you want to say to all of the massive Sean Desmond Oof. fans out there? Whether they've listened for twenty years, whether they've listened for five years, whether they've just started listening. Three days ago. Yeah. Um, guys, thank you so much for sticking with me and for listening to Maniac, listening to all the songs. I truly appreciate it. If you see me out and about, please come and say hi. Let's take a picture. I love all of that. And I promise you, I, will, I won't leave you again. <laughs> You're the best, Sean. You really are, dude. Sean Desmond, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. We love you, bro. Thank you, guys. We love you love so you guys. much, man. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Uh, would you be interested, I'll pull the room here, in a sequel to Devil Wears Prada? Or is Devil Wears Prada one of those movies that we love it the way it was and don't go back to the same well? Deep, I'll start with you. Um, leave it the way it is. Don't need a sequel. No sequel. Damn it, Maury. Absolutely. One of my favorite movies. I'd love to see what happens next. Why not? Shem, very curious as to your opinions on Devil Wears Prada. Well, I trust Meryl <laughs> Streep. Yes. <laughs> It's because you have a crush on her. That too. <laughs> Truth. And Martha Stewart. Don't, yes. don't forget Martha. I'm going to say, yeah, I wouldn't mind oh, it. Interesting. Mocha, you a fan of Devil Wars Prada? Never seen there it. There we go. That's what I figured. Uh, so here <laughs> is, uh, that's why I went to you last, man. Uh, here is Anne Hathaway on The View talking about whether there could ever be a sequel to that classic. The ends, of course, now are 
hoping and inquiring about if there would ever be a Devil Wears Prada sequel. Yeah. You've said no. Tell me why. I don't know if there can be. I just, you know, I yes, just think that that. <laughs> I just think that movie was in a different era, you know, like now everything's gone so digital and that 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 movie centered around the concept of producing a physical thing. Mm -hmm. And it's just it's just very different now, although I was it is tempting to think about like Andy and Emily needing to get Miranda her coffee and she's somewhere in Europe. And then along yeah. the way, they pick up Stanley Tucci in Italy, who's at a restaurant. It's tempting. It's tempting. But I don't think it's going to happen. I love that uh, she says that, that she doesn't think it can happen and then gives a great uh, plot line. Thank you, Maury. <laughs> thank you. She just solved her problem. So what's the movie about? Devil so Wars Prada? It's a yeah, true it, okay, so it's question. Based on a they're true in, story. They're, okay, so they're in... Is it like a supernatural type yes, thing? Yes, yes. So have you? It's, it's very much like a uh, hyper... Remember Little Nicky with... Yes, uh, okay, Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler, Love very it. much like that, only a little bit more of a serious tone. So Anne Hathaway dies, right? Okay. And then she's obviously... The whole movie takes place in hell. Right. And they have to make these things. I don't even know what these things were that the, the world like loved and they had to send them back up. Right. And they were mistaken at one point when they were sending them back up and, and there was like a demon, I guess, or an entity in it. And they would put it in a what they figured is that they could put them in Prada bags mm -hmm. in hell and send them up to the world. And then all these uh, women would buy these Prada bags. And then that's how the demons would sort of infiltrate um, their lives. This is why I loved it. Demons. And that's yeah. people want a sequel well, to somewhere that? around there. Yes. She gets the demon the coffee. As yes, she said. yeah, yeah. She was like the demon's assistant kind of thing, right? And she was the one that came up with the idea for putting it in a Prada bag, uh, and then that's where the conflict started. Who's so, the demon? Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep. So Anne Hathaway at this point, because she came up with the Prada bag idea, mm -hmm. she was then got support from all the sort of other hellions to take over hell mm -hmm. and dethrone Meryl Streep and become the devil in Prada. Mm -hmm. Right? That's the way to describe it, Mocha. Uh, Meryl Streep was like Thanos. Yes, very much like oh! Thanos. Yeah. Yes, yes, very much, very much like, very much like Thanos. And so she would have then been the devil in Prada, right? And, you know what? Yeah. I may actually watch that movie. Yeah, today. you should. You should. Watch, so the three movies that, what did I say? You got to watch Barbarian. Yes. Okay. <laughs> You have to watch Ready what did or I Not. Ready or Not, mm -hmm. which is in a fantastic movie. Mm -hmm. And you have to then watch Devil Wears Prada. You could watch, you know what? You could do one, two, and three, and they'll actually kind of all go together. Mm, really? Yeah. That yeah, thing? absolutely. Like if you did Barbarian and then Devil Wears Prada, that's a hell of a night of scares. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Go it. for it. Yeah. Okay. Go for it. Cool. Um, <clears throat> there's something else I wanted to do here. I don't remember what it was. Mm, shut up, Diva. What? What? I didn't say any. I literally didn't say anything. <laughs> Yo, are you guys? Look at Shelby. Are Sh you guys both Diva? Turn your cameras off, you two. Both of you. Now. Thank you, Deepa's con. Oh, guys. <laughs> no, Deepa, we can still hear you. Oh, you are you guys trolling me just now? Say my Deepa, mic. Deepa, we can, okay, then turn your mic off and leave your camera on then. Okay, you know what? I'm not going to watch that movie. No, five. come on. <laughs> come on. Look at Shem in there. Shem, your camera's oh, off, but I can still see you through the glass. You're in the next ruining room. Oh ruining God. it. Ruining it. Ruining it. Ruining it. You guys? Ruining everything. I hate you guys. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. So we all know uh, Tom Brady and Giselle Bunchen are getting a divorce <sighs> after hurt. 13 years. My heart. It really is a sad story, though. And it kind of makes Tom Brady look like 
the villain in all of this. Yeah, I you know, I haven't got too deep into it. So I don't know. I mean, I assume that when you're with somebody like that who is just so obsessive that it's not an easy relationship. Like Tom Brady is one of those rare people who just he's on a different world mm-hmm. and it, it has to be a lot to coexist with somebody who is that obsessed about something that is not you he just wants more rings he wants more championships yeah he just wants to keep winning and other people are like that and they find a way to to make it work they mm-hmm. do manage to find you know that balance but it's tough and you know he had said that he was going to retire and Giselle was happy about that because yeah. in her mind, it was the discussion was more time with the family. And I think he had been saying that for the last couple of years, yeah. right? Like and that's then the... like a couple of weeks later, he announces that I'm yeah. unretiring now. It's so much easier when famous people just sleep with the nanny. What do you mean? In what what way is that easier? Well, no, it's so much easier for Well, it's easier for me. I can pick a side. It's easy. (laughs) Right? I I like like both of them. No, but I feel like this side is easy to pick, no? Like, he picked career over family. Like, he has kids. He has a wife. And she's talked about this for so long about, like, okay, yeah, like, focus on the family. And she's also saying because of his age now, she's concerned that he's going to get, like, a like a serious injury that he's not going to be able to recover from. You're asking the person who does something in this world better than anyone else who has ever done that thing to not do it anymore. That's tough. But like, Like, do you want to live with that person? But you got so many W's already, Right, I know. It's tough. That's what I'm saying. It's hard. It's not not easy. At what point is more not enough? Bro, I right? mean, you know. So get this though. So Tom Brady actually talks about this. I didn't know that he had his own podcast. Yeah. But it's called Let's Go. And he was asked about Let's the divorce go, girls. on uh, on his own <laughs> podcast. Listen to this. Tommy, there's an awful lot going on in your life uh, away from the football field. You're a very public figure and your personal life uh, spills over. And it's created, I'm sure, a number of challenges for you this season. Yeah, Jim, you know, I think there's a lot of professionals in life that go through things that they deal with at work and they deal with at home. And obviously the good news is things that it's a very amicable situation. And I'm really focused on two things and taking care of my family and certainly my children. And secondly, doing the best job I can to win football games. So that's what professionals do. You focus at work when it's time to work. And then when you come home, you focus on the priorities that are at home and all you can do is the best you could do. And that's what I'll just continue to do as long as I'm working and as long as I'm being a dad. I don't know. In my opinion, his, his prior, like I know he's saying his prior priorities are his family and football, Mm -hmm. but realistically in the order, at least from my perspective, the priority is football. Number one, family, number two. Sure. But it's always been that way though. I know, but he was at a point so, in his life where he could take football and put it behind him. But 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 what I'm saying is that nothing changed. It's always been that way. No. It's not like something changed. I don't know what their arrangement was, but it's not like it's not like he flipped it and suddenly decided to take football a little bit more seriously. Their whole relationship has been this dynamic. Jim? Yeah, I think though because he had retired, there was probably this feeling from Giselle, okay, mm. finally 
he's going to put the family first, you know, I mean, sure. according to her. And then yeah. when he turned around and said, nope, I'm going to go back, she was like, well, come on. Like, I've, and you know what? Look, she also may have things that she wants to do. Of course. You know what I mean? Career wise, I'm speaking. Uh, obviously, she's a, a massive supermodel, but she may have things that she wanted to do that she was maybe looking forward to doing with with Tom, you know, retiring. Um, but, you know, now that he's back, it's tough. So. It's, it is. It's, but when you're, when you're with somebody, when you have two people who are just so exceptional, Right. Like it's difficult. It would be like being with somebody who, you know, is is in music where they're, you know, 75 and still want to tour for eight months out of the year. Like, can you ask somebody to not do that? Uh, like, even is... if they even if they decide to take some time off and then decide to go back on the road, like it's hard. Uh, Tom Brady on his podcast called Let's Go with Tom Brady talking about uh, his divorce from his wife or soon to be ex-wife, Giselle Bunch. Is there a challenge compartmentalizing between the two? Well, I think that's what being a professional is. So I've dealt with a lot of challenging situations on and off the field over 23 years. And a lot of it does play out, um, you know, in front of a lot of people. So, you know, it's, I think the interesting thing for, you know, football player, athlete in general is, you know, you're out there. I always say we're not actors, you know, even though we're on TV, you know, that is our real self out there. We're trying to do our best. That's how people really had gotten to know me over the years by being on TV. And that is an authentic self that's out there to compete with my teammates every day. And you're giving all you can to the team. And, you know, everyone's going through different things. We all have our unique challenges in life and we're all humans and we do the best we could do. And I have incredible parents that have always taught me the right way to do things. Uh, You know, I want to be a great father to my children and always try to do things the right way as well. And, to deal with things that in your life uh, that have challenges, you want to deal with the in the best possible way. So I want to always be able to hold my head high on and off the field. And I'm going to try to continue to do that for as long as I'm here. Let me just read a couple of texts that we're getting here. 925555. Uh, you can't expect things to remain the same through your entire lifetime. That's not how relationships work. Just because football was originally his priority doesn't mean it will automatically be acceptable through their entire lifetime together. Another person says, uh, it sounds like kids are number one. He wants to provide the best future for them. Another person said, haven't you guys ever heard Michael Jordan talk? It's an obsession. Mm -hmm. Being a professional athlete and being an elite professional athlete is an obsession. Everything else comes second. Mm -hmm. Uh... Another one said... I'll tell you, this would be a much different conversation if the Buccaneers were 8-0 right now. Yeah. It would be. That's a fact. It would be. It would be a much different conversation. Mm -hmm. Uh, Another person said, uh, we celebrate women for their careers and she makes more, but when we knock a man for doing... uh, But we knock a man for doing what he loves. Reads another text at 925 That's entirely accurate. (laughs) Uh, What about Giselle's work? She earns more than he does. So if he told her to give up her work... What would people say then? So it's okay for her to tell him to give up his work. Wouldn't that be a double standard? And finally, our priorities change with age. You need to grow up. Yeah. I think also that there's the notion of people look at Brady in, in this season and like, oh, yeah, you should have you should have retired. Yeah. You know what I mean? She yeah. was right. Yeah. She was oh, right. Oh, oh. <laughs> you know he's reading all of those. She was right, Tex. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Lies, lies, lies. So question for you. Is lying ever okay? Mm. Now, and I don't mean to a boss or to like somebody you barely know. I mean to like your partner. Always. Like the person. Always, oh, wow. always, always. Maurice. Oh, sorry, was it, did I jump in too quick? <laughs> um, so the question is, 
have you ever had to lie to like somebody you really care about in order to keep something a secret? My, I, my engagement. Your engagement. I couldn't tell Matthew that I was going to propose on stage with Mariah Carey. I had to keep that whole thing a secret. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the that's the kind of thing, right? But also other stuff, Maury. <laughs> <laughs> like out of all the things, Maury brings I know, that up. The right? one. Yeah. Out of all the lies you've told to keep uh, all the secrets well, how much you time have. You got. I know. I like how you bring <laughs> a lot. the one that makes you look good and not like the one that makes you look like a good husband, uh-huh. not the thousands that make you look lousy. But like let's one, go. Like, let's go with that. Like one. the lie from last week, for example. What was that one? Yeah, exactly. Which one? Oh, which one? Hey, you know what? Let's turn the tables. You know, let's open it up to the audience. Okay, so so that is the question. Have you ever... Wait, have you? Have I? Um... Yeah, I mean, yeah, 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 sure. Like the, the whole proposal thing, right? Like I lie. But no, oh, yeah, but, no, but did I actually lie? No, I didn't actually lie because it never came up. Well, what about the wildflowers? Like, did she ever ask why there were tons of wildflowers growing? No, because I plant stuff all the time. Like, oh, I never lied. Like, I never, right there. I, I never, what do you mean? That's well, not. Well, because you didn't tell her it was for a proposal. She didn't ask. So it's her so fault. Her fault. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Tiana, welcome to the Raza Mocha Show. How are you? I'm fantastic. How are you? Doing good. Lies. So, Live. Uh, so the question was, uh, what was the lie you had to tell somebody in order to keep a secret? And is that an acceptable lie, would you say? A hundred percent it was acceptable. A hundred and twenty percent it was acceptable. Okay, what happened? Okay, so it was my boyfriend's birthday. Um, He was turning 40, a big birthday. So this guy, you can never get anything past him. He knows everything. He's the planner. So he goes out of town with his brother uh, during his birthday. So I'm like, oh, perfect. Let me just plan something later on. So him and I are like me and his brother talking back and forth, trying to plan a 40th birthday party surprise for him. So I thought to myself, how am I going to like get this one over on him? Anyways, kept planning. Okay, we're going to get a limo. We're going to get, we're going to go to the club. We're going to, you know what I mean? We're going to get all the family together. This guy has no idea. This went on for like three months, okay? So how I got him (laughs) to um, agree to even going out for the night, I told him my work um, gave us all (laughs) dinner vouchers or drink vouchers for Drake's restaurant downtown. Okay. (laughs) So he's like, no way, no way. This is awesome. How much is that? I'm like, don't worry. It's all paid for. It's all paid for. Meanwhile, I'm like literally crapping my pants going... How am I going to pull this off now? I had to keep this lie going for like three months. But what was what the what, what was the actual thing you were doing? We ordered him a limo. Yeah. And we surprised him for his birthday. And all his family and friends were in the limo. So as we went downstairs to get our fake Uber, um, there's a big white stretch limo downstairs. And he's like, oh, look, someone's having a party. And I'm like, I know, right? Wouldn't that be so funny if I went up to the limo door and opened it and joined their party? He's like, don't do that. You would do that? I'm like, it's me. I would do anything. I opened the door and all his family and friends were inside and they were all screaming surprise. And he I don't like, know, man. I don't, I don't think the lie could be better than the thing. <laughs> um, did you end up going to Drake's restaurant, though? 
No. No. Oh, yeah. but he was so excited to go. No. The lie. No. No. The lie. You can't. Okay. You can't tell. You can't tell somebody. Hey, guess guess what we're doing on Friday night? And they're like, "What are we doing on Friday night?" And you're like, "We are going to see Drake." And then you're like, "Actually, guess what we're doing? Grandma's here." <laughs> so where did you end no. up going that night? Even though you ordered the, the the limo and you got like all his family and friends there, where did you end up going? Uh, well, so we ended up going for like a little drive, and then we ended up at like um, Sugar Daddy. Come on, no, oh, no, 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 you blew it. No, you blew it. The lie can't be better than the surprise. I know, I know, I you the, know, what, but like honestly, it was no. like the only way oh, I could like no. get no. him to like. No. Oh really? Oh wow! Oh wow! Right? So. No. Okay, so that's what we're talking about. If you ever had to lie in order to keep a a, a secret or a surprise, and in uh, Tiana's case, the lie was better than the the actual <laughs> surprise. Uh, so if you've made that mistake, if you've had the lie to if you've had the lie to keep a surprise, oh, no. uh, give us a call four one six eight seven zero eighty eight eighty eight, or just shoot us a text at nine two five triple five. Thank you, Tiana. You're welcome. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Lies, lies, lies. Have you ever had to lie in order to keep a secret? Like these are the sort of lies that you justify as is necessary because you're trying to keep a surprise or you're trying to keep a secret in a positive way. Mm -hmm. But you still have to lie through your teeth until that day comes. Deepa, do you have a story? Have you ever had to... Mm uh, no, I'm a really bad liar, so oh. I'd get caught immediately. But, okay, There's no point in What makes you a bad liar, do you think? I don't know. I get nervous. Yeah. I I start to second guess my own abilities because then I'm like, oh my God, the person knows I'm lying. And then I start giggling. Like, as soon as I start giggling, mm -hmm. I mean, that's all the time, though. You know I'm lying. I've, so. I've, I've found that people who are <laughs> terrible liars are also the most gullible. They're the most susceptible to being oh, lied yeah. to. I mean, I disagree. Um, <laughs> you're the most gullible person on this show. Uh, Somebody said that they bought a condo and hid it from their girlfriend for four years. What? Oh Actually, God. sorry, four plus years. That's the exit plan is what that is. <laughs> uh, my kids are vape smoking and I'm lying to my husband because he will be so upset. Another person said, sometimes you have to lie to protect people's feelings. My boyfriend knows I have crushes on all of you. But when he asks if I would leave him for you, I say no. But yeah, I would. Oh, oh my oh. God. No need for him to know that, though. Did <laughs> she leave a name? <laughs> Did not. Oh, I don't know why she read this next one, but they texted it. So I'm just going to do it anyway. Okay, and go. Let them figure it out after. Okay, okay you ready? Go. Yeah. When my boyfriend, now husband, asked how many people I slept with before him. Oh, no. Yeah. Should I continue? Yeah, sure. Yeah, Why should. not? Yeah. I lied and told him less than a handful, including him, instead of more than two handfuls, <laughs> oh. including him. I'm a good person and didn't want him to think otherwise. 22 years, faithfully later, he still doesn't know. And there was nothing to worry about. Well, no need to text I'd send. <laughs> yeah. Oh, pull. that's another lie right there. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. another lie. <laughs> Line three, go ahead. Um, so basically, um, it was my boyfriend's birthday, and I was taking him to Niagara Falls, and I told him it was just us, but he's not really a party person. Um, and so I got an Airbnb, and I rented the whole Airbnb, but it kind of separates into two apartments. And so when we got there... Um, 
I, I had access to both apartments and he couldn't understand why. I was like, oh, the lady's so nice. She let us pick which apartment we want. So let's look at both of them. And so we picked one. He picked the one that he liked and that was great. We went for dinner and we come back. And I was like, oh my gosh, what if we run out of toilet paper? Let's go into the other apartment and and grab some extra toilet paper. And he was like, no, there's cameras. Like she can see that you're <laughs> oh, going to go God. into the other apartment. I'm not going in there. And so I open the door. He's like, what the hell are you doing? And I, I go inside and I'm like, what? It's not that serious. I'm like, come inside for a sec. He's like, no, 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 I'm not going in there. I'm not going in there. He, they can see me. And so I, like his friends were hiding in the um, bedroom that was right by the door and he just wouldn't come in. So they had to like jump out and like come out to him. But like, I was trying to convince him so bad to come into the, the second apartment and he just wouldn't do it. But like, it, it was funny because he was like, no, 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 we're gonna get in trouble. We're gonna get in trouble. And he just wouldn't do it. But it worked oh out God. in the end. And like his friends so surprised him. <laughs> oh my gosh, it was, it was like stressing me out. Cause I'm like, it's not that serious, just come in. And he was getting so mad because he's like, what are you doing? We're gonna get in trouble. No, you screwed up. <laughs> Up. Yeah, big time. Yeah, you way too up. elaborate. No, a toilet yeah. paper. No, no. You know what? Your your boyfriend sounds like a great guy. Like he's a keeper to me, right? Yeah. Like he doesn't want to get involved yeah. in that stuff. Yeah. It's like, I'm he's not like, going. no, I'm not. He's like, we didn't even check upstairs, but there's probably extra toilet paper. We didn't even check. You're just going in. Yeah, being logical. <laughs> yeah, what a terrible yeah, exactly. lie. No, you screwed that up. Thanks so much. <laughs> no problem. Take Bye, care. Bye, love. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Ah, the lies we tell, y'all. Bro, there's a lot of lies going on. What do you have you had to lie about? But in order to keep something a secret or to keep a surprise alive, right? Like, are those okay lies? I think so. Is it fine? Because that can sometimes get messy, though. Right? That can that can sometimes get messy when you've um, got to lie. Because it's not like it's... It never... It, like, these types of lies, like, it's never just one lie, right? Like, it's you have to consistently lie about it. So it's like you lied over and over and over again in order to keep something a secret or a surprise. The day that I had to go and pick up Jenna's engagement ring. Right. I had to lie because the timing of everything, it was like we went away with yeah. her family and the ring wasn't ready. I wasn't going to propose then, but we went away mm-hmm. and then we came back home for like two days and then we were going away again and that second away time was where i was going to propose did she know like had she seen the ring at all like did you guys talk about that so you picked out her ring no no no. i knew i knew which kind of ring she wanted but it's not like we went and she tried it on and whatever she had zero idea so so was she like did she like leave hints and clues or was this something you guys openly discussed no we talked about it before gotcha. right okay. but she had no okay. idea that i went and i bought the ring she right. had no idea that i was going to propose on this particular weekend interesting and interesting. when we got back and we had prepared for our weekend getaway i said that i got a phone call from my dad and his car broke down on the side of the highway and i had to go and help him out it's a bad lie. A terrible lie. It's a terrible but lie. But I got nervous in the moment. I didn't know what to do. It's a terrible <laughs> lie. And then she was like, oh, well, 
I love your dad. Let me come and help. Yes. Oh, and, no, no, and then no. I was like, no. No, I don't want you to. <laughs> yeah. I don't Not need welcome. your help. And I was like, no, it's okay. Whatever. It's going to be with my dad. It's me and my dad. And yeah. she she actually said like her feelings were hurt, right? No. Oh. But I was going to pick up the ring. Yeah. And then I said, dad, I called my dad and I was like, dad, you have to lie for me. Yeah. Because I, t- I didn't yeah, tell exactly. I didn't tell him in advance. I told right. him when I got to the store. Yeah. Yeah. Now your like, dad's a liar. By the way, if Jenna calls you, just tell her that the car broke down. I'm on my yeah. way to pick you up. Yeah. You should say in a situation like this, like if you don't want your wife to come or your fiance, your girlfriend to come, right? You have to say something like this. You first of all, you need to know somebody you work with that you sort of get along with that they don't like. Right. Okay. Okay. You have to have that name on the ready. Okay. So you have to say something like this, right? If you got to go pick up Jenna's engagement ring, you have to say to her and say, "Hey, listen, uh, my God, I just realized at two o'clock, I'm like, I got to go meet Maury. He's getting into paintball and wants me to go and like find a new gun with him." (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yeah, I think she is not interested at all. Not interested in that. (laughs) I got nervous in the moment. (laughs) Uh, We'll get to your calls in a sec. I threw my husband a surprise for his 30th birthday on Saturday night. He almost didn't show up because he was so angry that his friends were, quote, only available on a Sunday. (laughs) 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 Somebody else said, I lie about my references for a new job, for new jobs all the time. It's warranted because I'm not scavenging for the contact info of my manager from eight years ago. (laughs) Uh, Quickly, Maury, uh, when it comes to a lie, more detail or less detail do you find it's funny uh less detail is less. better less really? detail wow. yeah. interesting i think a lot of people disagree lawyer. with that go ahead hi um so my lie is i was texting my friend's girlfriend and she thought something was going on but we were actually just planning her graduation surprise for her oh okay hold on okay so okay so you were texting you got a friend yes okay and then you were texting that friend's girlfriend Yes. Okay. And then so your friend thought that there was something going on between you and her girlfriend. She didn't know who her girlfriend was texting. Oh, okay. She didn't know it was me. So she was, she thought something was going on with her girlfriend and it was actually us just planning her graduation. Oh, oh so, so this, was this something that like they were fighting about and stuff like that? Well, yeah. And I, and she was trying to talk to me about it and I couldn't say anything because it would ruin the surprise. Oh, so, so and this was going on for weeks. So your friend was like, oh my God, my girlfriend's just texting me like constantly. She won't tell me anything about it. Like she's confiding in you that yes. the girlfriend is like having all these stealthy text chats, but it's actually you that she's texting. Yeah. Oh, and what dirty. are you saying to her? I'm just like, oh, it's probably nothing. You're just gaslighting her. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. Yeah. And how long did this go on for? This went on for a couple of weeks. Oh. And then when we, but when we had the actual graduation party, yeah. the girlfriend messed up the days. And so I had all of her friends at the, uh, we were at Centennial Park, all of her friends at Centennial Park. And we're waiting for like three hours and they're not showing up and the girlfriend's not answering. And then she realized it was that day. And then she finally brought her over after we've been waiting there for three hours. Oh, oh my God. God. See what yeah. happens when y'all lie? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> right? Thanks for That's calling. What happens. Okay, thanks. Love you guys. Love you. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. 
Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Vanessa, hello, it's Roz and Mocha. How are you? Hey, good, how are you? Doing great. Why don't you tell everyone why you're here? Oh, so I just found out I'm pregnant. Hey! Hey! Congratulations. However, you wrote us this, Roz and Mocha Fix My Life. How do I tell my mom that my boyfriend and I are having a kid and we're not even engaged yet. Whoopsie. Um, how old are you? Uh, 25. Uh, 24, sorry. 25? 24? Why do you think your mom, like, you obviously think that your mom's going to have an issue with this? I don't think so. Oh, all right. <laughs> so are you Yeah, so, like, are you worried about something or are you worried, are you trying to figure out, like, a cool way to tell them or are you worried that the reaction is going to be unfavorable? I think it's more of just, like, when you tell everybody, including like your mom, your your siblings, everybody who's close to you, I guess, it's more of like, how is everybody going to react? <laughs> well, don't you think that uh, they're all going to like be happy for you? I would say yes. I hope. So how long have you and the boyfriend been together? Uh, just over six years. Oh, okay. Oh, so right. you, guys are, you guys are good, right? I don't think you have anything to I worry about. I would say that the only thing in all of this, if it's going to go well and you think that you know people aren't going to be you know pissy about it, I would say that the only priority in all of this is to make sure your mom doesn't find out from someone else. Yeah. Yeah, that's very true. Else, other than your boyfriend, No. Uh, yeah, a couple friends and then one of my siblings. And Yeah, you've oh, got to tell you that, Mom. Word's going to start to spread. You are getting into dangerous territory. <laughs> Your mom can't find out from somebody else. No, probably not. Probably <laughs> not, no. Do, do, does your, your boyfriend, um, do his parents know? Uh, yes. Oh, oh, my God. God. Yo, everybody else knows. Because you know what's going to happen, Vanessa, is that your mom is going to say, who else knows? And then you're going to have to fess up and say literally everyone. (laughs) Yeah. Right? (laughs) Like, you just finished saying to us, yeah, a few friends, also my sibling, also his parents. Yeah, you you need to now figure out a way to justify telling your mom. So would I do it as an exciting thing then? Yeah, I, th- I think you may have to do <laughs> yeah. some sort of gesture. You have to go I, over the top. Yeah, I think, you, yeah, exactly. I think you got to make this now a thing, a big showy thing. Hold on a second. <laughs> Vanessa, do you want to tell her on the radio with us right now? Um, I think she's still sleeping. I'm not going to lie. Who cares? We'll call her. <laughs> yeah. We'll call her. We'll What's call her, her number? What's her number? her number? Don't worry. I'm going to bleep it out. Yeah. Uh, oh my god, what's her number? Oh my god. <laughs> I know, you gotta look in your phone. Nobody remembers numbers anymore. No, I know. But one second, one second, one second. Let me take this phone off right here. <laughs> when, when your mom says, why didn't you tell me earlier, I'm gonna tell it's because you don't know her number. <laughs> oh my god. How do I not know her number? Yeah, uh-huh. Hello? Yeah, I'm just pulling it up now. Okay, okay. That's what she said. Shut up. <laughs> That's how this whole thing started. <laughs> okay, fine. Okay. Six seven six. And what's her name? Rosa. Rosa. Vanessa, don't say anything. We're gonna call her right now. Okay. Hi, Rosa. Hi. Hi, this is Rosa Mocha calling. How are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Good. Doing great. Where are you off to right now? Off to work. 
Okay. Uh, okay. You know, you know who we are. We don't have to explain that, right? Yes. Yeah, okay. Of cool. Okay. Okay. Love. It's really yeah. nice. It's nice to talk to you. It's nice to meet you. Oh, thank you. It's nice to meet you, too. <laughs> Your daughter, Vanessa, reached out to us and said a lot of wonderful things about you. Aw, that's sweet. <laughs> yeah, she loves you a lot. Oh, and I love her, too. Uh, what, kind of, what kind of kid was Vanessa? Oh, she was a good kid. Very yeah. outgoing. What's your What's your relationship like? Oh, we have a great relationship. Yeah? Yeah. She's one of four, so... Is I have a great relationship she, with them. <laughs> she, is she your favorite or like close to the top? <laughs> They're all my favorite. Uh-huh. <laughs> Mom's Believe always got to say that. Believe me, no mom named Rosa doesn't have a favorite. Okay. 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 Uh, so Vanessa uh, came to us today because she has like a little bit of a problem and asked uh, for our help. So um, Vanessa, um, your mom can hear you. You can hear your mom. Uh, feel free to just say whatever comes to mind right now, love. Okay. Hi, mother. <laughs> Hi. Surprise. I'm pregnant. <laughs> what? Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. Well, congratulations. <laughs> We just found oh. out. Sorry. <laughs> oh, no, that's, that's a good thing. It's not a bad thing. It is? Yeah, of course. A baby's a blessing. See, that wasn't so See? bad, Vanessa. What are you worried about? What are you worried about? <laughs> Your mom is so cool. <laughs> I mean, you're, you're living on your own with your boyfriend. I mean... You're not a baby. <laughs> no, no. And Vanessa was all worried because you're like the tenth person to find out. Oh, what? Nothing. Vanessa, <laughs> Vanessa, Vanessa was worried that you weren't going to react and you weren't going to be happy <laughs> and all of this oh. and all of this stuff. But yeah, but everything's good, right, Rosa? Well, of course, there are worse things out there that can happen, right? Right. See, See Vanessa, that wasn't Vanessa, so bad, right? <laughs> I would never be angry at something like that. Thank you. There There you go. go. MVP mom right there. Vanessa, (laughs) it wasn't so bad. Everything worked out. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Congratulations, both of y'all. Yeah, that's so wonderful. You you guys are the best. We love you so much. Have a great day, guys. Love you guys. All right. Have a great day. Bye. Bye. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life on Kiss. Yeah, yeah, baby. baby. Feeling good today. Why are you feeling so good today? Uh-huh. Like better than normal? I just got a really good sleep last night. You did, huh? Mm, fell asleep right at 7.30. Yeah. Woke 7.30? Right at 2.15. Really? 7.30? Yeah, no red lights Jeez. on the way to the highway from my house today. Yeah? Actually one. And then I... Cruised. You know. Yeah. I found a new way of sleeping. I found not in like a new, not like I'm sleeping, you know, like a different position or anything. Oh, like okay. That. But I've been I thought fine. like you and Catherine slept like head to foot. <laughs> like two guys, like a sleepover? Yeah. Listen, okay. <laughs> don't, don't touch me. Don't touch head to foot. <laughs> but your bum still touch. I know. Right? Yeah. yeah. Did you ever do that at a sleepover? Yes. <laughs> okay, Maury. We'll and get to you in one second. Did no, you ever I've do never that? Slept, no. You never slept but in the I same remember, bed as a guy at a sleepover? N- well... So what about on the same couch where your heads are at different ends? No, not that. No. That's too close. I'd rather really? sleep on the floor. Yeah. Oh. But there was uh, one time in Vegas. Yeah. My buddy Cliff and I had to share a bed. And <laughs> one of the decorative pillows that they had. Yeah. Right? It was like, uh, it was basically like a, like one of those body pillows. Yeah. 
So we put that between us. A divider. As a divider. You did, huh? Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, damn it, Maury. You were I'd at a hide sleepover those pillows when? before bedtime. Shut up. <laughs> when when did you have a sleepover? Oh, I used to sleep over with my friends all the time. What, what How you, old? How old? But you've oh, said I'd for say you, like But you've said 13, for years on 14. the show that when you grew up, you didn't really have any friends. No, no. They were my dad's friend's kids. Oh, okay. Wait, why so, was your wait. dad sleeping over, though? Yeah, oh, wait, it was, like, your it was like after like a, f- a party or whatever, right? And you uh-huh. just kind of just crash on the couch. So you would... It was like the same house where while the adults were partying downstairs, so, I was doing a pantsless So uh, these were the children upstairs. of your father's friends, not yeah. necessarily your friends. That's right. I mean, oh, okay. forced friends. So you would sleep in the same bed? Yes. And then, like, did you go head to toe? No, no, no. no. Like... No, no, like normal sleep, like as couples would sleep. And how old? And how old were you at this point? I would have been fourteen. Fourteen? Yeah. That's too old. That's old, man. That's too old. That's that, like, put me in a cab and send Bro, me home. I'm yeah, I can take the bus. Why didn't you take the bus home at that point? Oh, You're and then once with my friend, old. my friend Lauren, it was an L-shaped couch, so our heads were together, but our legs went separate ways. Right. Yes, like on a, a sectional. sectional. Yeah. Yeah. An L shaped guy. You can, this is a guy who grew up in apartments. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> That's definitely a guy who grew up in tiny city apartments. An L shaped couch. He's only seen him in pictures. Uh, yeah. Okay. Sectional. Uh, no, we used to do that all the time. I've slept on many a couch, like just mm-hmm. regular couch, where my head's at one end and their head's at the other end. And our legs sort of like, you have to pick whether, Like scissors? No, you, not scissors. I'm not scissoring with my friends. I'm just What's the matter with you? Oh, I don't know. The, you just that's said. the line. That's sweaty. Okay. okay. <laughs> and you run hot already. I do. No, you had to pick whether you wanted your legs to be closer to the back part of the couch or closer to the front part of the couch. I choose I, back. Yeah, because otherwise your legs fall off the couch. Yeah. More yeah, risk no, of, I was of you cho- falling off the couch. I always chose the I always chose the outside of the couch. Why? I felt that Maybe I had, easier access if you have to get up. I, I also felt that I had more room because I, I felt that I I wasn't squished as much. I didn't want the feeling of another man's leg squishing my legs into anything. But then right? you could squish your legs up against his legs, which are up against the back of the couch. Yeah, but I wouldn't though. I would always lean I would always face out. Mm. Right. But if they rolled and faced in then I get squished. Yeah. I don't think Mocha gets it. There's a couch in the studio. I think we have to show up. It's super uncomfortable, though, because what if, like, in the middle of the night, you want to, I don't know, like, tuck your legs into something? (laughs) Right? Yeah. No, you can't. You got to sleep like a, you're you're a toy soldier at that point, right? Like, you're, you are up and down, like, up and down. So you never slept where you're, like, it was feet to feet kind of thing, like, where your feet were in their face? That's what I mean. That's That's, that's called head, that's called, that's called head to toe. So couldn't his arms just cusp your legs? Um, he could have hugged my legs if he mm. chose to. We didn't. We didn't generally cuddle each other's feet. Um, I wouldn't even find that comfortable with Catherine, to be honest with you. But uh, so when the guy that was you were sleeping with on the couch, yeah, guys, uh, is this guy, in the book? No. Okay. You read my book, Maury. Twice no, you said. No. Allegedly. Maury never allegedly. read the book. Allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly. Maury never allegedly. read the book. You're such allegedly. a liar, You're such dude. a liar. I don't even yeah. know why you say that you read my book. The you first time Maury was like, oh, I read the book in two I hours. I would ace two the test. I would ace the test. No, no. You no, wouldn't. No, you You're wouldn't. such a liar. No, you wouldn't. You would. Maybe I'll put one together. Uh, I'll ace it. Yeah. You no, think you so? Yeah. No, yeah. Absolutely okay. not. No, you will not. You will not. So back to you sleeping with multiple dudes on Yes. Many. So would you sleep, would your back be on the couch, his back is on the couch, like laying flat looking up, or Um, are you laying like on your side, are you either on your left or your right, and then are they laying on their left and right facing 
outwards yeah. or facing the couch? The Mo- back of the most couch. times we would both both be facing out because we'd be watching something on television. What was the rule the talk next morning? You. Like, don't right. talk about anything. What do you mean? Don't talk? what happened? Nothing happened. Exactly. No. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. How old's Matthew turning? Are you allowed to say? Forty. Is he really? I never thought I'd date a forty-year-old, <laughs> let alone be married to one. But he well, that's looks... how age works, man. I know. I oh, know. You, were you so thinking I'm... that you guys would not be together by the time he turned forty? No, I'm, I'm shocked that I'm like with somebody who's forty and still mad. You think in he's love shocked that he's very... with someone who's almost fifty? Well, yeah, because he tells me <laughs> <laughs> how shocked he is. He's like, so what do you got planned for the big four zero? He every single second of the day, he's like, I don't want any parties. I don't yeah. want anything happening. Yeah. I just want like a so we'll do the but usual is, like steak dinner. But is Matthew the type where he says he doesn't, but then he really does, no, he or actually he, doesn't. he actually does actually, not? Actually, actually yeah. does not. So yeah. what you're saying is we should throw a huge party yeah. on Saturday. For Absolutely. Him. Yeah, at your at your place. <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. we'll all yeah. show up. Yeah, with people he doesn't know, uh-huh. and we'll just. Do like I'll invite oh. some some neighbors from my yeah. uh, from my neighborhood and yeah. stuff. I'll oh, it'd be fantastic! From- if he walked in and he saw Mocha there, his anxiety would go through the roof. So, uh, so how is he doing turning forty though? Oh, he's fine. Because it's a big deal for a lot of people turning forty. Yeah, I think it'll hit him on Saturday. Yeah, but like, is he? But is he nervous? Like, is he sort of? I don't even. Nervous isn't the right word. Um, Concerned. You, you can get down and out. I think when a lot of like, I think that like a lot of people just sort of kind of maybe fall into a little bit of hole when forty starts creeping up on them. I mean, maybe. Yeah, you haven't asked. Maybe. Like, you haven't no, you haven't had these conversations with him. No, I mean. Because you were you were rough when you turned forty. Oh, he won't be that bad. I know that no. right now. I think he'll be fine. Yeah. I mean, I absolutely think. I mean, it, he complains a lot about his back pain and everything now, and I keep reminding him, going, "Well, that's forty. <laughs> well, that helps. Yeah, uh, because you <laughs> had for the support. I know. <laughs> such, that's what love looks like. Facts. Um, because you were. Did he help you through your depression when you turned forty, or absolutely was was or not. was or was he jaded about no, it? No. Anytime too? I complain about anything about me, he t- he spins it and makes it about himself. Oh, oh really? <laughs> oh, really? I don't know anyone that does that. I mean, it's huh. why we're so like There's perfect no, for each other. I don't know anyone who does that. Here's about a situation and I makes wa- it all about them. I, I often wonder how much you guys actually, when you sit around and talk. Like, are you talking together or are you just <laughs> waiting your turn to talk about yourselves? I think, it's, like, it's, a I think it's the latter. Yeah, yeah like, I, I don't that think one. that there's even a conversation that yeah. happens. Dinner goes. Like, I don't think that you show any interest in, in what the other person went through. No. I think that you sit there and listen to that. To Like, you will listen to Matthew ramble on, wait for a moment to jump in and then make it all about you. Dinner and then sounds he does like the this. same thing. Dinner sounds like this. Oh, my God. I got to tell you about my day. Do you want to know about days? Let me tell you about my day. Oh, my back hurts. Your back hurts? I have to tell you about my head. Yeah. 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 I imagine that's how it goes. You don't even really talk, right? Like, it's not a conversation. Like, you just, everything is a competition. (laughs) Everything is a competition. And and, 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 And it's only about you as individuals. Like, there's no conversations that happen about the relationship there's no conversations that you know happen you know like that that happened about how we both get over our bad days together it's you don't even listen to each other you just sit there that's (laughs) (laughs) yeah because he doesn't have to talk to you (laughs) (laughs) the Roz and mocha show podcast podcast anything anything you want to say who me why why am i supposed to say something did i forget something did i what did i forget the date today. What did I forget? 
November 1st? November 1st, yeah. That's not your anniversary. I know that for a fact. Is it? It's not your my anniversary. anniversary. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, happy anniversary. <laughs> is it? Oh, that makes <laughs> sense. <laughs> is it really your anniversary? Yeah. I was just trolling. I didn't really... I just wanted to see. Is it your anniversary? What? Yes, it is. Come on. Because I wanted to see, go down the list of yeah. things that you would like kind of throw out to see. Well, I know if it's you not your right. birthday because I already ruined that. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll never forget that. Yes. Your wedding was the day after Halloween? Yeah, November 1st. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It was. No, it wasn't. Are you sure? Eight years. Yes. Do you want to check on that? I, I already know. Really, huh? You got married yes. in November? Yes. Interesting. It's a beautiful day. Interesting. It snowed a little bit in the morning. No. It really? Did. Uh -huh. Why do I not remember that? When I you mean, left early. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> did you, you stay for dinner? Did I stay for dinner? Um. Yeah. Yeah, I you did. Stayed? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I stayed for dinner. It was delicious, actually. You danced yeah. with my mom. I did. Yeah. 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 And then right. I dipped. And yeah. then you left. Then Wait, right did you miss that. Sean Desmond? Uh, yes. No, you were there for that. Sean Desmond sang uh, a couple of songs. He did our first dance song. He danced with my husband. Um, thanks, Maureen. Yeah. Um, did I, I did I see Sean Desmond? Maybe. Yeah, maybe I did. Maybe I did. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I can't believe it's your anniversary, and I just pulled that right out. Look yeah. at that. Look at me. That's what she said. Right, best friends. <laughs> best friends. I have to play for you. Uh, one of my favorite. I mean, the whole day and the whole night was like amazing. Yeah. But the one thing that will always forever stick out in my mind yeah. is when my dad was on the mic <sighs> being a comedian. Yeah. And jokes. Uh, and just jokes. Yeah. And then because he's an accountant, had to bust out some financial advice. Yeah. My advice in keeping your marriage happy and healthy, <laughs> never go to bed in an angry frame of mind. Solid. Number two, always manage your financial affairs <laughs> in a prudent and responsible fashion. <laughs> Number three, always keep in touch with your mother's in-law. A friend of mine said that he did not speak to his mother-in-law for over a year. It was not that he did not like her, he said. He just didn't want to interrupt her. <laughs> so you're The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Can I, uh celebrate an anniversary today i know yesterday was oh. your actual anniversary hey right? yes. Yes. how did celebrate you celebrate mocha uh we went down we just went for lunch oh so today is the anniversary i believe it's the 11th year anniversary for uh meat and bolts now i don't know if you remember meat and bolts mocha meat and bolts meat and bolts no. meat and bolts was something that happened on this show 11 years ago. And it was when, remember when Dammit Maury would write strongly worded letters to companies that he felt had wronged him? Mm -hmm. And then we had no idea that this had been going on for years. Mm -hmm. And we got a hold of a bunch of the letters where he was complaining to try and get free stuff. Sure. Free art, free whatever it was. Mm -hmm. And we would read them out on the show. So... The all-time legendary strongly worded email from Dammit Maury was, in fact, meat and bolts. And I'll read it to you if you would allow please to celebrate the anniversary of meat and bolts. Now, the subject, meat and bolts. Meat not, and bolts? Not meat in bolts. Meat and bolts. Okay. 
So the subject line is meat and bolts, question mark. Not impressed. In all caps? Uh, meat and bolts is in all caps. Not impressed. Not capitalized at all. <laughs> oh. Not even after the punctuation. Damn. Uh, Maury wrote, hey, I will blank out the, uh, the name of the company here. Maury wrote, hey, blank people. I'm a loyal blank Tonian. <laughs> You didn't say what you think. You just said, Shem, stop. Okay. Stop with that look on your face. I, was, yeah. <laughs> no, I said, hey, blank people. Oh, blank. blank. Yes. <laughs> Got you. Okay. 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 I really got to hit that end. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. The hey, only time you should. Okay. Hey, blank people. I'm a loyal blank Tonian. I'm there all the time picking up stuff I need for home. The staff is great. The store is clean. So when something like the following happens, it really puts a bad taste in your mouth. Literally. After a long day at work, the last thing you need is ish- the last thing you need is issues when making food. The menu tonight was pasta with ground beef from blank your store. Sadly, I won't be able to enjoy my culinary creation tonight as we found a little bolt slash washer in the meat. How is that even possible? I'm really glad I found this as all we keep thinking is what if I could have died or worse, (laughs) suffered permanent damage to my insides? I think, it would be, okay. I think it would be suffered permanent damage first and then death. Yeah, exactly. I'll because there's nothing else after okay. death, bro. Okay. I'm going to read that again. Yeah, please. I'm really glad I found this as we keep thinking, what if I could have died or worse, <laughs> suffered permanent damage to my insides? I feel this is important to bring to your attention as maybe there is an issue with the meat supplier or the machine in the store. I really hope Blank stands behind their products and prides themselves in customer care. I'm not looking for compensation, but will accept it as a form of acknowledgement for the error. Wow. So you are looking for compensation. Thanks or so worse. much, Maury Sherman. And uh, so that is the uh, the anniversary of uh, I Could Have Died or Worse. <laughs> <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. There's a new show hitting Netflix on Thursday called Blockbuster, mm-hmm. which is about the very last blockbuster that exists in America. And Randall Park plays the guy that runs the blockbuster, and he's trying everything he can to keep it in business and keep people coming into the blockbuster. And it's it's great because they really point out how th- how fast things changed or how, or how deep Blockbuster fell. Because if you remember, video stores were all like independently owned, mm-hmm. right? And then Blockbuster came in and destroyed everything. Yeah. And then Blockbuster sort of became like the little mom and pop place. Like people have this like nostalgia for Blockbuster the same way people did when Blockbuster destroyed all the actual mom and pop places. Mm-hmm. And that's the the sort of where the show starts, right? Uh, Randall Park, who we know from Fresh Off the Boat, Always Be My Maybe, which is hilarious. A hilarious movie on Netflix. Yeah. Uh, he's in WandaVision. Also, he is, if you're watching uh, any of the Young Rock shows, mm-hmm. uh, he plays the interviewer. Yes. Interviewing 
the rock doing the uh all the behind the scenes stuff with the rock as the rock tells the stories of his life uh so that's who is in this new show called blockbuster again on netflix on thursday david maury talk to randall park okay the nostalgia my god so you used to work at a video store when you were younger so yeah. you can appreciate the nostalgia of the show and why it's so relatable to anyone who ever stepped into a blockbuster growing up i feel bad for those who didn't get to experience blockbuster don't you yes yes totally i mean it was you know I, I, look, I, I, I love the convenience of, of modern technology and I think it's great. And, uh, but there is something to say about getting in your car, driving to the store, talking to the clerk, getting recommendations, reading the back of a box, looking at those little photos from the movie, you know, the stills and, uh, uh, and making that decision, that high stakes decision of what I'm, what am I going to watch, you know, this weekend. And, uh, and if you choose something wrong and then you, you got to sit through something crappy, you know, that's just, you know, that's the, that's the gamble. And I think that there's, yeah, there was great, great joy and, and, and definitely nostalgia from those times. See, he brings, that's Randall Park, by the way. Um, he brings up a great point that when you rented a movie back in the day from the store, if it sucked, yeah. it's not like now where you can just like stop and no. scroll and like find something else on Netflix no. or wherever, right? You committed. You have to watch it. Or the yeah. times you drive there and you really wanted that movie and they're all out. Yeah, um, like people don't know what it's what it's like to not have something available because uh, everything's available all Dan the time. Dan Mori talking to Randall Park for the new uh, blockbuster show on Netflix. You said that this was the closest you ever felt to a character that you played. That says so much. Why did you have to do this show? And P.S., you looked so good in a blockbuster <laughs> uniform. Oh, Jeez. thank you, Maury. I appreciate that. Uh, well, you know, I think that the, the 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 quote on Timmy is that he is an analog dreamer in a 5G world. And I feel like I, I, I very much identify with that, you know. I, I, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm not adverse to technology, but I'm definitely, uh, I like, I like analog. I, I'm an analog guy, you know. I like uh cassette tapes and 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 cds i like you know i like having things in my hands to hold um uh, but i also love like you know this guy being the, the the leader of this family you know it's a work workplace comedy but ultimately it's a family comedy with all these great characters and 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 the will they won't they kind of uh love relationship there's there were just so many so many elements of this show that that just made it so appealing to me. So so it was kind of a no-brainer to, to to hop on board. Deepa, are you even old enough to know like about video stores and Blockbuster and stuff like that? Do you remember like Blockbuster? Like you're 27 yes. years old. You never old right went now. alone though. Like you no, always no, no. You, no, no, no. No. You're always not that old. By a parent. But it was like every weekend. What? Yeah, I'm not that old. No. So, yes. <laughs> Why'd you get mad at that? But you do you remember any of the movies that you would rent with your oh. family? I don't remember specific movies, but I remember like every Saturday that was our thing. Like we would go pick a movie together as a family. But then once like all these subscription services started, it sucked because now we don't have family time. Like we all watch things on our own. And like I miss that, like sitting down together as a family looking forward to that stuff. So, Do you remember having yeah. the conversation of like whose movie you were going to watch first? Yes. Like if two people, yes. like if two people got to pick a movie, like oh. whose who's were you going to put on first? You put it, it, all your names in a bowl. And then we, we, it would be like, no, it's not dark enough for that one. 
right? Oh. We'll watch. We'll watch your second. Like you, there, yeah. there were these debates going on, right? Like it was really, it was a wild time, man. Well, it's a new show on Netflix. It's, it's called Blockbuster, starring Randall Park. It's on uh, on Thursday. Cannot wait for it. Uh, big up and thank you, Randall Park, for sharing your time on the Roz and Mocha Show. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. I'm looking at this thing. Did you see this uh, 3D rendered? model of what they think that humans are going to look like in the future and how we're going to evolve because of all the technology like we as, use. Like our skin? No. Uh, oh, so, the AI thing? I think yeah, I saw that on Reddit. So hunchback, clawed hands, and second eyelids could be common features of the human anatomy in the future. What like, purpose are second did, eyelids? Did, did everybody just straighten up? Because I think that because of like the the like the all the screens that we look at, like we're gonna have some sort of like protective eyelid that comes down over our eyes to protect ourselves from screens. The eyelid for our eyelid? I guess I don't know. <laughs> uh, so uh, the is this sh- the one where it takes you? It asked AI to like start at like uh, at at. Apes and monkeys, uh, no, no, and then no. it transitioned all the way up to us know, turning man. into robots. No, 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 no. This is, is what one? no. This is what humans will look like. Oh. So, so they say that uh, hunched back, clawed hands, and second eyelids, and so you're That's you're almost like you now. Shut up, Maury. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good one. Are you clapping for me? <laughs> no, I applaud that. I applaud that. Ross, Ross okay. So researchers work with a 3D design, um, a 3D design to create uh, the look of future humans. Yeah. That accounts right for all the problems that long-term use may cause. Yeah. Researchers, you already walk around like Mr. Burns. <laughs> researchers predict that office work look at you now. and craning the neck look at you and now. looking at smartphones You're craning your neck. Neck, looking at your phone, hunchback will lead to humans having a hunchback in the future. <laughs> How many eyelids Sp- you got, Rod? Spending hours looking down at our phones strains your neck and throws your spine off balance. They say, Look consequently, the muscles in your neck have to extend extra effort to support your head. Okay, everyone, right now, does anybody have a bigger head than me? I'm gonna. Yours is huge. Right. I'm gonna tell everyone right now, just to imagine the letter. The shape of the letter S, okay? Mm-hmm. I gotta that's, send you this that's picture. That's what Roz looks like right now, I have to, sitting I, at his desk. I have to, I have to send <laughs> you a picture. the letter S. Bro, I'm looking at the, the, the model of this 3D girl that they designed, mm-hmm. and I swear to God, like, her back looks just like my back. <laughs> One of the most noticeable changes uh, in the development of text claw, they said, a new term that describes how the hands start to permanently take the shape of a claw oh, due to Lord. constantly holding a smartphone. Oh, yeah. Future humans... Uh, may also evolve to have 90-degree elbows thanks to the excessive use of cell phones. What? Like a shelf? So this condition would leave the elbow permanently bent at a 90-degree angle. Man, no. What's the source for this? Because this seems so far-stretched. Yeah. So your arms would always be like this. Like a shelf. The letter L. Yeah, like no. your arms would always be bent because that's how you that's how you sit at a desk too, right? That'd people be very aren't gonna be born like that. No, you would evolve. We've evolved. Look at all over the world; people evolve differently to come uh, to to deal Even with the conditions. With, with everything that you're spitting out right now, right? Yeah, yeah. But you still can't. It's impossible for you to even fix your posture and no. sit up straight. Shush. <laughs> Shush. And, cr- and like fix your neck. Stop craning it forward. Will humans grow a second eyelid? That's I, the question. I sure hope so. 
Previous studies have found that blue light exposure can disrupt sleep patterns, leading to insomnia and other health problems. Excessive screen time can also lead to headaches, eye strains, and even poor vision. Well, I'm not putting my phone down, so give me that second eyelid. If we get a second eyelid, can we have like a third lip? Humans may develop a larger inner eyelid to prevent exposure to excessive light. Yeah, see, just like a thing, like a thing that comes, a thing that comes down. Sure. How do you see if it's you open both eyelids. Or I guess I'm a four. Yeah. All four eyelids. Yeah. yeah, I'm halfway here already. Yeah, you I'm really a future are. man right here. <laughs> you guys don't know. You don't know. You look at me, you look at me like I'm old, but you should be looking at me like I'm your future. Yeah. <laughs> My old The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Somebody speak. <laughs> I was just we listening can't. to We're all dead. I was just listening to uh Jack Harlow's uh Part of his monologue oh. on, uh, on SNL. He's a good actor. He? he did a great job in all the skits. I like too. Jack. Yeah, Holland. I was just sort of going through everything. I think I think it sounds like he did a real great job. His timing and delivery on the opening monologue were were really great. Um, well, he's getting his uh, his acting chops ready because isn't he in the new remake of White Man Can't Jump? He's starring in that, yes, right? Yes, that's right. He yeah. is. Who's he doing it with? He's doing it with um It's not Jamie Foxx. It's uh, uh somebody else. I don't remember. Somebody will find it. But uh, here listen to, to a bit of uh uh Jack Harlow sort of taking the piss out of himself. I don't know what it is about me, but people people on the internet they like to roast me and <laughs> I don't mind. I think it's funny. One guy said, I don't know why y'all think Jack Harlow's so special. You can find somebody who looks like him at any local gas station. <laughs> I, I've heard them say I look like if you tried to draw Justin Timberlake from memory. <laughs> oh, no. I think... I think my favorite one might be Jack Harlow looks like the guy who rips the tickets in half at the movie theater. <laughs> Did y'all agree? There's also a strange am- amount of rumors about me. You know, some people think I'm only five foot ten. Stop it. Uh, I've also heard people try to romantically link me and Lil Nas X as an item. But, no, I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, no. Everything that happened between us was casual. <laughs> and consensual. And one of the best nights of my entire life. Yes. His timing is really good. Wow. It says that he's going to be starring in it with NBA star Blake Griffin. Oh, is that who it is? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I guess you got to get a real basketball player in that movie. Uh-huh. You don't like that? No, Blake no. Griffin is like a, a producer. Yeah, him and like another, um, him and another NBA player are producing the movie. I don't know An if NFL player Ryan Khalil, Khalil. I don't know if they've announced who his no, co-star they, might be. They did. Gems, I just don't you know? remember who uh, it is. There's an actor named Cinco Walls. Uh, Kenya Barris is also helping develop it. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That first yeah. movie was great. The yeah. original White Man Can't Jump. Classic. And I oh, know people so were good. people were mad when they said that they were going to remake. Yes, um, because it's one of those movies that is White sort Man of sacred. Jump. Wesley to a lot Snipes of people. and Woody Harrelson, by the yeah. way, in the original. Great movie. Yeah, really great movie. Uh, so now I'm a fan of Jack Harlow. Yeah, yeah, and Jack. I- and Jack Harlow really enjoyed his time with Lil Nas X, apparently. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast.
You know they say uh, not all heroes wear capes, right? Truth. At the same time, not everyone needs to be a hero. And I'll tell you why, and you're going to love this story, Ross. You know me, I am completely against civilians being the hero. So, oh my God, so this is right up your alley. So there's this guy in England mm-hmm. walking along the English Channel, and he's got a metal detector. He's one of these guys that's, like, just searching for stuff, right? You know, I used to think those guys were so cool when I was young. <laughs> you know, like, I had dreams of saving up all my money and my allowance money to buy a metal detector because I thought I'd get rich. Because you never know what, you, no, what you're going to find. Treasure, right? Yeah. Like, we grew up on Goonies and stuff like this. Like, yeah, I wanted to be a treasure hunter. You take something to the pawn shop. Next thing you know, it's <sighs> worth a couple hundred. Thank you. So this guy's out there. With the metal detector. Yeah. Finds a wedding ring, okay? And I don't know how he knew. Maybe there was an inscription on it or whatever, but found out it was from the year 1989. Okay. Right? And again, not sure what the details were that were on the ring, but this guy was able to find the owner of the ring. That's a jump. How? No idea. No idea? But he finds this woman and says... Guess what? Found your wedding ring. Yeah. It was thrown into the English Channel, washed up on the shore. Wow. This lady was like, I don't want it. <laughs> I went through a really bad divorce. Oh, no. This was during a horrible time of my life. Yeah. I took the ring and I threw it in the in the ocean. I never wanted to see it again. Right. Until this guy. Thanks. All this time later, comes back into her life with the ring, brings up all these old memories and she was like, nah. So she was like, to him, like, throw it back. Yeah. Don't want it. I don't want it. Yeah. I don't need it. What do you do at that point? Because now the ring exists in the world again, right? So, yeah. like, you almost have to take it back yourself. And then, you sell like, it to and then, jeweler. And then re, and re-destroy it. It's like a horror movie. Like, where something just keeps coming back into your life. Yeah. Like, that ring just keeps making its way back into <sighs> your life. And it just brings up all the old oh, I'm sure memories. This guy felt so good about himself too. Oh right? yeah, he thought oh. he was going to be that guy. Oh, right? years later, oh, grandma's ring. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh, grandma's oh. ring. Oh, right. <laughs> like, he's doing such a good thing. You oh, know, no, some somebody ring. in the family. <laughs> this is getting passed down. Yeah. Right. Oh, somebody's wedding this summer. Oh my God. Yeah. No. Yeah. And she was like, I do not want it. No. Just so, leave it. Yeah. Not everyone needs to be a hero. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Are you a fan of using the self-checkout at the grocery store? Huge fan now. I resisted that for a long time. You really did. I remember that you were yeah. very much against self-checkout. Yes. Um, I love it because I use it as a competition for the people next to me to see who wins. What do you mean, who wins? You know, I'll be like, chink, ding, ding. I'll be like, I won. Yeah, but what if Win they what? have more stuff than you? I know, it's still funny. Oh. <laughs> sure, it's hilarious. <laughs> Do they know? Yeah, but they kind of look confused. They don't know what's going on. You tell them, hey, let's have a race? Yeah, I'm, I'm winning. Oh, I'm winning. <laughs> um, the only person in this room that I could think would have this thought at the self-checkout is, would the grocery store or said store know if I don't scan something mm. and put it in my bag and leave? Right? Ooh, I've How done many, that. You've done that. I knew it. I knew would. out of everyone in this room on this show, it would be Dan and Maury. Like if, like if the watermelon expires same day, you're going to throw it out Just anyway. steal the watermelon? Then why get it? Because I yeah, want watermelon. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Why like- do you want a spoiled watermelon? <laughs> because I want watermelon. <laughs> because I'm re- the reason why I bring this up is I don't know how this happened or how this woman thought that she would get away with it. But in Michigan, mm-hmm. this woman at a Walmart 
stole over a thousand dollars worth of product at the self checkout. Oh, that's unacceptable. By not scanning over time or at one time. At one time. At once. But like, I'm Girl. thinking, how much stuff do you have with you? So that's hard to do at Walmart. To scan, Lowest where price you're is taking. The law. Because you're you're scanning stuff anyway. Yeah. Right? You're not scanning two things and then not 50 no, other things. No. And it can't be a boxed item like an actual piece of home equipment or something because those things have like a security tag. Security tags, exactly. But she was busted, obviously, for trying to steal over $1,000 worth of product at Walmart. Mm. And then when security caught up to her, she was like trying to... Fought against, like, tried to deny it. <laughs> At that point, you just got to, like, you you run, right? Yeah. Like, you just, yeah, you take off. You right? leave the cart behind. Yeah, you leave you leave everything behind and you and you take off. I understood when, like, when this all started with self-checkouts, like, I, the reason why I didn't like self-checkouts was, you know, one, because I liked small talk, right? Sure. I like chit-chatting with the... Were you hoping the cashier would really? recognize yeah, you? Yeah, no, I just, I liked small talk. I liked listening about, like, you know, finding out about their lives and stuff like that. It was always fun for me. Uh, but now, the attendance at the self-checkout provide me with the, the small talk that I that I enjoy. Um, so do you initiate the small talk? Uh, like, how you doing? How's your day? Yeah, you sometimes. How's life? Yeah, sometimes. But <laughs> really? it's a continuation, right? Because it's usually the same people, right? Oh. How's your ma? All the stuff, oh, right? Wow. Yeah. Wow. You're that, that's you're very the How's your ma? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Right? You really for. Yeah. relationship with these people. That's yeah, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, uh, but I understood when the, at the self-checkout because with produce, it's sort of like the Wild West, right? Like when, when the, all those oh, stories were coming out that. where like somebody was like, you know, they would take, you know, like a, um, I don't know. Like, like a bag of apples? Like, no, not even a bag of apples. They would, they would take like a cheap shallot, right? And mm. stick it on there. Um, or sorry, what they would do is they would they would take like a bunch of basil, which is quite expensive sometimes, and then they would just put it on the thing and just type in shallot. Or oh, honey, you, you, yeah. you would put Honeycrisp apples in a bag and write Macintosh. Right, yeah, because that that's where like to me that was where the scam was All really going to happen. Right, sure. all the thievery was going to happen was in the where because there is an honor system. Like when you have to scan a barcode, that's scanning a barcode, mm -hmm. right? Like that's hard to do. But produce, you have to. Type in the code or look right. up the product and then yes. find the code. Right. And, and be honest very, about it. It's totally the honor Macintosh system. Macintosh is $1.99 a pound, whereas Honeycrisp for $3.99. Right. Yeah. So I'm wondering how much people are losing on just apples alone, yeah, Maury. apparently at Maury's grocery <laughs> <Right>. store. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay. So my question is. My question is. Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Hello, Chantel. How are you? It's Ron Zamoka. I'm good. How are you? Good. Why are you reaching out to us? How do you get someone to take their health more seriously? Oh, this is a tough one. Okay, Chantel, uh, you wrote us this. Hey, Ron Zamoka, fix my life. I'm only 30 and, I, and, uh, and I'm a caretaker for my father uh, and have been for 10 years. Thankfully, my job is flexible and I can work from home and take him to his appointments when needed. My dad is really bad diabetic and doesn't take care of himself. He eats whatever he wants, skips pills or insulin. It's a nightmare. Uh, because of it, he's had several strokes, lost his left leg, lost his vision in his right eye, and just recently spent three months in the ICU clinging to life. Turns out his toe was mummified and he's been hiding it from me for weeks which uh, then leads to blood clots and bone infection attacking his brain and his heart. I love my dad, and the last thing I want to do is place him in a facility but can't watch him 24 hours a day. But if he's not going to take it serious, I'm running out of options. I'm so afraid of coming home and finding my dad unresponsive. 
everything that you just said to us, especially that last part about not wanting to place him in a facility that can watch him 24 hours a day. Does he know that? Have you expressed that to him? Yes, we've talked about it several times, and he always says he's going to change, but I know once he gets home, it's not going to. Yeah. Have doctors talked to him about the severity of the situation right now? Um, As far as I know, yes. I mean, I'm not with him at the hospital all the time, so it's hard to, to say if they have or not, but he told me yes. He says that like he's going to need a lot of care and yeah. maybe a home isn't the best place for him. But Do his doctors know everything that's happening that you detailed to us about skipping pills or insulin or just like not taking care of himself? Oh, yeah, because that's how he lost his first leg. Okay. The same exact situation. It is not easy sitting back watching somebody deteriorate deliberately. Not easy at all. But sometimes that's all you can do. Do you think he's just yeah. given up? Um, he says no, but I really think he has. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, and he just has, like, no motivation whatsoever. Yeah. The only thing that you can do, right, your only play is it's not about the pills and it's not about the insulin. The only thing you can tell your dad is how much you're going to miss him when he's gone too soon. Yeah. That, that's, that's the only thing you can do. The only thing you can say to him is how his actions are impacting you. You cannot sit here and tell your dad hey, do you know what happens to you if you don't take your pills? Do you know what happens to you? He has one leg. He knows, right? When somebody's in that position, the thing you cannot do is repeatedly over and over tell them things they already know. Mm -hmm. He knows all of this and has made his decisions with that knowledge. None of this is a surprise to him. Yeah, you're right. The only thing you can do is just tell him how his actions are impacting you. Maybe he finds a little bit of motivation in that. Yeah, I hope so. Other than that, nothing. Yeah, you can just take care of him the best way you can, which it sounds like you have been, right? I'm trying. It's hard. But, 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 yeah. also, but also he can't use you for that. Like, you can't let him use you for that. You know, Like, if, if he's going to sit there and be willfully neglectful of his own health, you are not going to be the person who comes in and tries to manage the day-to-day awfulness simply based mm-hmm. on his choices. You know, you can tell him how his choices impact you and that we're getting to a point now of where you're just not going to do it anymore. Yeah. It's too hard. It is very, very hard. Oh, girl. I'm sorry you're going through this. It's okay. Yeah. You know, like, you know, when you have a kid, are you a mom? Do you have a kid? No. Okay. I feel like I'm his mom, though. Of course you do. Yeah. And that's that's no place for a kid to be. But when you when you have a kid and the kid is like, you know, four and it's January and it's minus 25 and they want to go outside with no coat on parents will instinctively look at that kid and go, if you go outside right now, you're going to freeze. Kids know that, right? You let the kid out of the house with no coat until the kid starts to get cold and then the kid's going to come back in and put a coat on. Or maybe they won't. That's their choice. Now, you're not going to let them die out there, right? But there's not much you can say to them. There's not much you can say to your dad. The only thing you can say to your dad is just how much you're going to miss them. That's it. You're right. Yeah. That's it. Do you have any help? With this, is it just you and your dad, or do you have siblings? Is there anyone else that I have? I have a sister, but she has four kids and yeah, okay. you know, sports and working and yeah, yeah. So it's, it's tough. So it's all on you. It's on me. Uh, well, you have some options there. Roz gave out some uh, some great advice and some suggestions as to what you could say to your dad moving forward. You're right. I will definitely try it. Thanks, guys. And just see what he says and how he responds, okay? Definitely. Thank right. you. Sending right you lots of love, Chantel. Thank you so much for reaching out. No problem. Bye. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life on KISS.
Yes, McQueens, McQueens. Yes. Guanin. How's everybody doing? Real good, Ooh. real good. You know. Oh, Shem. What's what's up with that? Oh, just a little, little kink in my neck. We're oh, good. no. Can we talk about what happened yesterday? Yeah. We yeah? Can, you got in sure. a car accident. What happened? Somebody hit you? Uh, yeah, so I was uh, on the highway. Somebody ran over a piece of, like, I guess like it was a bumper on the road. Um, they hit that. Uh, they hit me. I ran into the guardrail. No. And then I went across the highway. No. And it was, uh, yeah, quite quite an eventful day yesterday. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's terrifying. I didn't yeah. think it was that. Yeah, it's been quite a couple weeks. So when you said, hold on a second. You sent a picture and like four or three other accidents happened shortly after. Right behind me. Yeah. And was that because, you think because people didn't see that your accident happened, and then maybe they were traveling a little too fast? Yeah, it was literally right in the exact same spot that I got an accident. There were oh, four geez. other, uh, talking to the officer at the time, and they was like, yeah, there are four other accidents oh, right behind you, literally in the exact same area. So five in total. So wow. you're driving, what lane are you, so how many lanes uh, on the on the highway? Uh, three. Three, and okay. I'm in, the, I'm in the far left lane. You're in the far left lane. Yeah. Okay, and so the guy that hit you was where? In the middle lane. To your right. To my right. Yeah. Hit, uh, ran over something that I guess was in the middle of the road. Okay. Hit that and then skid into me and caused me to hit into the guardrail. And then you went then what, way right all the way to the other side? I, I Yeah, so I hit the guardrail on the left-hand side, yeah. which caused me to spin out and go to the right-hand oh side. God, and, but I'm very lucky, right? Like the only damage to my car, and of course there'll be an assessment and all that stuff, yeah. is to my left tire. <laughs> really? Really? That's it. That's it. Uh, I mean, so you're, it, it wasn't... Um, like it didn't trigger your airbags at all. Like not at all. The, the impact wasn't. No, no. And I, and like again, I'm, not, I'm not really a big speeder or anything like that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but so actually, thankfully, because I wasn't going crazy fast, yeah. uh-huh. it wasn't worse. And because it wasn't a busier time of the day, I didn't. I mean, I went across three lanes of traffic, right? I could have hit somebody or somebody could hit me. So did you know way. immediately what happened or when you find when your car finally stopped? Did, were you like just trying to piece together what the hell just went on? I was very confused because I, I was at first I was like, did I like, honestly, I was like, did I fall asleep? Because right. you guys yeah, know, yeah, I have, yeah. I have, I have oh, like sleep challenges, yeah. right? Uh, that was my first thought. I thought, oh my god, that I just fall asleep while while driving, which, yeah. which is always my biggest fear. Um, and then I realized that no, it was literally somebody hit me. And the reason I know that that they hit me is because the person came out and they were like frantic and very apologetic. And gotcha. like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. Something was in the road. Yada yada yada. I again, they could have told me anything, and I wouldn't have. Yeah. Uh, known at that. <laughs> yeah. So, so they so, okay. So they got out of the car immediately instantly and and started to apologize just to check to make sure that i was okay, okay because again i literally spun out and went to the to the right side of the lane and yeah and because of where i was it was on um you know the, the merging lane where where high where uh you know where yeah, cars yeah, would come yeah. so i was in a bit of an awkward were area. you pissed at all uh you know what i was annoyed the whole yeah. day yesterday. yeah yeah it was just a, and look thankful that i you know nothing bad happened to me physically but yeah. still um, that like threw a huge kink in your day unnecessary like like, right unnecessary hassle because not only do you have to then figure you know get to the collision center fill out reports and like at that point like the collision center it, those places are always busy so you're waiting there and then you have to wait for someone to come out and look at your car assess the damage put them damn stickers on and then you got. How long were you there for? Get um, home. Wow, God, I was there for two and a half hours. Oh my I want to say. God! And, but then I also went to the hospital just to make sure yeah. that I was good because I, I, again, I'm sore today, like really sore, shoulder, neck, and all that stuff. But again, so did you get a rental car? 
I did. Like I insurance? did. Okay. I did get a rental car, which was good. Um, they actually set me up. They were going to set me up with this really fancy sports car. I'm like, bro, yeah? no, I'm good. Oh, so what'd me. you get? Um, I got a, a, a Volkswagen uh, Jetta. Jetta? Oh, there oh. you go. Yeah. What were they going to hook you up with? Uh, Not um, like a Lambo or anything. No, no. A, a <laughs> Dodge Charger? Oh, right? oh come on now. You're a car sick guy. Muscle car? Yeah. No, why are you calling him back asking to charge this? No, yeah. no problems. No. no. I get the point a, give me a minivan, bro. Point A to point B. Yeah, that's all I need. Just in case. But you're A-OK now. I am I mean, super thankful. Police were great. Everybody was fantastic. Uh, yeah. yeah, I'm just, just sore, but I'm good. Yeah. All good. Oh, yeah. Did you start following that guy? Who hit you on Instagram yet or no? Listen, it wasn't a, wasn't a lady, so. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Lamar Odom has a podcast now. <sighs> Lamar, what you doing? Is it all because it's called Chloe? Uh, oh, wow. No. Oh. It's called On the Low. Oh. And in episode one, he talks about the time. You remember the whole brothel? Yeah, when he almost died in a situation yeah. yeah he almost died he od'd yeah. he ended up in the hospital and everything so he's talking about when he was like the this is like the lowest point of his life and he was so broke he ended up selling his nba championship rings the rings he won with the late kobe bryant Jeez. he sold sold those he pawned those off and Oof. then eventually they went to auction and somebody bought them but like what did what did lamar make in the game Oh, six figures like, easily. Like they make, you get your bonuses for being in those championship games. But like, what was this like? In the playoffs, how, right? how, like, how much did he spend where he was now at the point of where he's got to sell his rings? Like, what did he blow he through? Sold every drugs, but, man. No, but like, no, but drugs, I mean, what, liquor, I mean how much money did he blow through? Like, what was his salary? Like, what was he, what was he paid as a ball player? So at that time with the Lakers, oh my gosh. So he was making. Uh, 10 million, 11, 12, 13, 14. Okay, this is what I'm saying. Yeah, that's per year, by the way. So when you when you are at the point where you got to sell your ring, you've already burned through yeah, $15 million. So the rings ended up in the hands of a fan who yeah. bought them for $36,600 <laughs> for oh one ring. Yeah. And then the other ring was 78000 bucks. But then guess what? Lamar gets the rings back. Really? Listen to this. Kobe's last championship rings. That's crazy. Yeah, so make a long story short, but there was a time where I came up on, when I came about the coma, I checked my account. And my was like at like double zero. And I like, um, I panicked a little bit. You know, mm. you know I'm Lammy, first black Kardashian. People always used to see me up. Um, got a lot of friends and um in really hard places and I wish I would have used them at this right. at this time but you know I just came out the coma so my head my mind wasn't really um right in the right place and I put them up for um for auction uh it hurt me just to even say that so whatever I put them up and put the money you know in my pocket put it to use Made some use of it. I think that that money kind of, you know, helped me even like get back here, which is crazy. But it was um, it was embarrassing for me to do that. So he sells the ring. Jesus. And here is Lamar Odom on his podcast on the low talking about how he ended up reuniting with those championship rings. Some years go by, and you know, I happen to make my way back to um, L.A. 
I'm like, let me get in touch with the Lakers. Um, you know, go to a Laker game, and you know, they hook me up with some, some good tickets. And I get there, and I see um, this guy who used to sit right by us. Let's call him France for right now. <laughs> My man France. So he says, Yo, Lamar, yo, uh, bought, bought your rings. I was like, Oh, sh-. because at this point, you know, I'm still embarrassed. You know, at the time, I was really embarrassed because, you know, after the coma, you know, when I was in the coma, people thought, um, you know, I was put in a coma by using cocaine. It was really crazy. I didn't even, I was really mad that night because I didn't even have any cocaine to do. As a recovering <laughs> drug addict, I wish I knew what it was. It had to be some good to lay me out for three days. He was like, yo, I have your rings. So, you know, after getting over that embarrassment, he was like, yo, just come pick him up. But um, nah, I pulled up on him and he gave me my back for nothing. So he gets his championship rings back that he ended up selling. And this guy bought them for 36,000 bucks and Mm 78,000 bucks for each ring. Mm -hmm. And the guy ends up seeing Lamar Odom at a Lakers game and gave them back to him. That's a rich guy right there. The most interesting part of this whole podcast is when uh, Lamar Odom referred to himself as the first black Kardashian. I've heard that. Right? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Charlie Hunnam, who some of you may know as Jax from Sons of Anarchy, is in a new TV show. Uh, there's six episodes available right now on Apple TV called Shantaram. And talk to Dammit Mori on the red carpet about this show. Uh, the description for the show says, based on the internationally best-selling novel mm-hmm. by Gregory David Roberts, Shantaram follows a fugitive, a fugitive named Lynn Ford, who's Charlie Hunnam, uh, looking to get lost in vibrant and chaotic 1980s Bombay. Alone in an unfamiliar city, Lynn struggles to avoid the trouble he's running from in this new place. After falling for an enigmatic and intriguing woman named Carla, Lynn must choose between freedom or love and the complications that come with it. Looks hot. I just watched the trailer. Everybody's sweating. Bro. Like it looks so hot. Bombay is like... You know, like Charlie Hunter. <laughs> like filming this? Yeah. He got, you mentioned like it being hot? He looks sweaty. Like everybody's wet. Bro, Charlie Hunnam got, like, sick. Did he? And I don't mean, like, oh, he just got a cold or yeah. whatever. Like, there's multiple things happened to him. Right. He got, like, sick, sick. Oh, Listen really? Oh, my God. It is Charlie Hunnam. Dude, how are you? I'm very well, thank you. How you doing? Good. This show is absolutely <laughs> fantastic. You literally almost died doing oh this show. God. You had four infections. You had, like, a bacterial gut infection. There was, like, if you got one more, the fifth is free. Honestly, do you get paid more if you, like, work while ill? You would hope so, right? No, not even a thank you. <laughs> really? No, I got a thank you. I just got mad sick over the course of a month. I got, like you said, I got a bacterial gun infection, a viral gun infection. I got a respiratory infection. I ended up with conjunctivitis somehow oh on both God. eyes, an ear infection. And then I got a bad mosquito bite and got dengue fever. <sighs> All of the stuff up to dengue fever was somewhat manageable. And I kind of lost my, my sense of humor with the dengue was added into the mix. Hanging with me, you'll get some sort of gay fever too. Just saying. Oh, okay, good. I've, I've had gay fever for years. Don't call it. Don't call it a comeback. I've been here for years. <laughs> That's Charlie Hunnam. Uh, on Where the did they carpet. did they film this in Bombay? Is some that of what it uh, in Bombay and then some of it in Australia? Right. Oh my god. Both yeah. places, like man, like Bombay terrifies me. Australia terrifies yeah. me. Like, but like, I don't know. 
if you the bugs are the, and like I'm just if, like if you're getting as sick as Charlie Hunnam yeah. got, right? Like that's got to be a sign that maybe bro moving forward you only film in familiar territory. Yeah. Right? Well, I mean, yeah, I guess. Even in North America, bro. I, 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 I don't know, I guess, but it's just, but you hear that all the time. Like, who was it that, uh, that something like, was it Channing Tatum was in water somewhere filming the movie and like something latched onto his penis or something like that? Wait, don't you remember? What? That was the movie with Daniel Radcliffe that he did. That he did, right? Yeah. But there was like a, there was a thing in water with his, like, he got real hurt doing this movie, right? Jeez. Like, no. Uh, this is Dan no. Mori talking to uh, Charlie Cunningham. <laughs> <laughs> it's acting. <laughs> on the red carpet for Shantaram, which uh, again, is available on Apple TV Plus right now. All right, when you're done filming for the day, because it looked like you guys were all such a good group of people on set, when you're done filming for the day, like, do you hang out in each other's rooms or to room service? Like, is it like some sort of slumber party? Do you know what it was? It was so humbling. If you noticed, uh, I'm starting to go gray, and I am actually kind of getting into old age now. And I was, like, for the first time in my career, the old bastard on set. <laughs> like, all of these, like, young kids. Like, I couldn't quite relate. I couldn't, I didn't have the energy to go hang with them so they did a lot of you know they got into a lot of mischief i went home and got a solid eight and a half hours of sleep oh my gosh you're boring now i know look <laughs> it's no joke the gray is coming in thick do you like my beer yeah it's wonderful do you want to touch the beer no oh god well my husband won't no oh jeez. <laughs> and neither will charlie hunnam he says that on a red carpet do you want to touch me <laughs> Oh. My husband won't touch me, for, but maybe you'll touch me. First, you're flirting with him. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, you want to touch my beard. And, of course, you can't talk to Charlie Hunnam without asking about uh, his role as Jax on Sons of Anarchy. And he made the mistake of mentioning something about a potential reunion. Yeah. Spoiler alert, if you watch the show, Jax dies at the end of the series, runs his motorcycle into a transport truck. So I don't know what you would do in terms of bringing him back He's a ghost. To play Jax again. Ghost. Everyone loved you in Sons of Anarchy. With the success of this show, is it going to hinder the possibilities of a reunion? Because you've said that there is a lot of unfinished business. So we want the reunion. Are we going to get the reunion? What can you do? You got to give us some. I, I, I got myself into a bit of trouble saying, you know, hinting at something that really doesn't exist at all. What? I have, like, the vaguest idea of something that could be, like, you know, not even a next-door neighbor, but sort of vaguely in the same neighborhood. But that's all I can tell you. And it's so far away that I should have just kept my damn, you know, news to myself. But do you want to do, like, a reunion? Come on, people want that. If there was if there was a really good reason to do it, I would love to do it. Yeah, I that ain't happening. I should have kept my beautiful mouth shut. <laughs> 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 that is Charlie Hunnam, the show show. Shantaram, uh, six episodes available right now on Apple TV+. Plus. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, just real quick, want to go around the room. I believe everybody on the show has the blue check mark on Twitter, right? I do. I know you do, Roz. Damn it, does. Sham, you got yours? Oh, wow. Thanks for that. Yeah, I do. I okay. Do. Uh, why? Did you just get it? No. I, oh. just, I just know that I'm not the only one who doesn't have a, an Instagram. That's oh. what it is. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Deepa, yeah, you have a blue yeah, check mark on Twitter? No, I don't. Oh. oh. I don't. Oh, are you going to pay for it once Elon Musk puts this into effect? Wait, so. The subscription? I'm confused with how, how that works. Is it <clears throat> if you already have a blue check mark, you have to pay the $8 a month? Or if you want it, you pay the $8 a month? Both. So, he was saying that people both. who have it yeah. can pay. I it was $20 it, it was, a month. Yeah. So here's the thing, though. Or, uh, originally it was 20 bucks yeah. and then Stephen King the great author Stephen King mm -hmm. tweeted out uh the other day 20 dollars a month to keep my blue check 
F that. They should pay me. If that gets instituted, I'm gone like Enron. And then Elon Musk replied and said, how about eight bucks? Oh, my God. <laughs> because according to Elon Musk, he says we need to pay the bill somehow. Uh, can't, le- can't rely entirely on advertisers. And it's the only way to defeat the bots and trolls. And we know that Elon Musk had given the team at Twitter until Monday to come up with this new plan mm-hmm. to then push out to everyone. And the other thing, you know, he said to the team, like, if y'all don't do this by Monday, you're fired. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So seems right. I am what? I said that seems right. <laughs> oh, I thought he's right. <laughs> no, that seems like an Elon thing I don't to do. Know. Yeah. If Monday my blue check mark goes away, I'm not paying the price. I'm no, not paying the, to keep the, 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 the infrastructure check mark. on on getting people to pay, and it, it was it's just it's 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 a, it's an incredible well. it's an incredible undertaking. But there, I think that the confusion with this is that people will pay for status because he had made mention of the fact that he doesn't like that Twitter is a place of like, you know, um, lords and peasants, sure. right? Where the, the blue check is is sort of status. And 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 so I think that he, it was taken that, he, that, that if you want that status, you have to pay for that status. But I think that there's another part of this, which is, the $8 isn't necessarily to pay for the status. It's to pay for the verification, mm-hmm. right? Meaning that if people are anybody who is not even necessarily famous or, you know, you're not a journalist, um, it's not paying for status. It's paying for verification, meaning that you've been vetted because there's so many accounts on Twitter that are bots and that are run by people who run hundreds of them yeah. at a time. And they all have the little blue check mark. No, they don't. That's oh, they the, don't. No, 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 no. The people who run these bot farms, right? They don't have blue check marks. So in order for those to get verified to get a blue check mark, they would have to be verified. And when they mean verified, they want to put a face to the name. Mm-hmm. Right. And so that's what you're paying for. I think that it's a way that he thinks to clean it up, but it's also a way to make a ton of money. But he went into this saying that Twitter isn't about money. And it's all just so very confusing. I still don't think the blue check mark, at least for me, like I'm still not going to trust everything that I see coming from an account with a blue check mark. Well, no, because what 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 winds up happening, right? If it also you- diminishes it everything as well well what winds up happening if you were like i'm not going to pay eight dollars for a blue check mark and you lose it and then somebody else starts up um mocha the real mocha and pays for the blue check mark and just starts tweeting as you well well according to elon he says um if a paid blue account engages in spam or scam that account will be suspended yeah but 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 spam or scam what like why can't somebody else just Great. So what? Now I got to go pay for the freaking blue check. I'm not paying for anything. I'm not paying for anything. Are you going to pay for it, Deepa? You don't have a blue check mark on no, Twitter. No, honestly, I don't really care about Twitter, but if I lost my blue check mark on Instagram, I think I would go insane personally. Oh, really? So, huh? uh, I wouldn't pay for it wow, on Twitter. You said that in the room with Shem in it, huh? No. You oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Wow. Shem can fight that check mark on IG forever. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Aaron Paul, a.k.a. Jesse Pinkman from Breaking What's Bad. What's he up to? He's legally changing his name. To? Aaron Paul. Oh. I had no idea that Paul was not his real last name. Oh. That was just like his acting Hollywood name. What's his real last name? His real last name is Sturdivant. 
S-T-U-R-T-E-V-A-N-T. Oh, that's a mouthful. Is his yeah. middle name Paul? No. Oh. He just came up with the name for Hollywood. Interesting. And because of the business of Aaron Paul, mm-hmm. and everybody knows him as Aaron Paul, he's like, I might as well just change my name legally to Aaron Paul. Yeah. So he's going through that. His wife is also having to change his her last name. His middle name is Paul. Is, is it? it? Yeah. Well, what am I, his freaking biographer? I don't know. Doing <laughs> <laughs> the story. Uh, yeah. <laughs> now, but he, he looks too much like a, a Jake Paul and Logan Paul, though. Right, you don't want he him looks, to get confused. Nah, he looks like their older brother. You know what I mean? He Part really does. He Listen. looks like the first one out, and then and then oh, and then the rest of them followed, and then the rest followed. of them sort of came oh, out years no. later. Don't put that out there, man. He may right? like regret this. But here's the thing: so he and his wife had a a boy not that long ago, right? Yeah, yeah. And they're changing his name. But here's where things get super strange: is okay. that their kid's last name is already. Paul. Interesting. Their kid's name is Casper Emerson Paul. But when the kid was your kid's any last name you want, right? But when the kid that I don't know. But when the kid was born, they said that they didn't have like a name picked out and they were under pressure to give a name, so they gave the kid the name Casper Emerson. So going through the legal process of changing his and his wife's name to last name Paul, officially, yeah, yeah. they're now changing the first and middle name of the child, whose last name is already Paul. They're changing the first name? The first and middle name. Oh, wow. Jesus. So Casper Emerson was the first and middle name. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so it says here, uh, Aaron and Lauren, his wife, explained that they were required to give a name in the hospital hospital and yeah. went with Casper we Emerson. We I guess celebs, it. like a lot of celebs sort of change. I mean, like Ralph Lauren, Lauren's not his last name. Like yeah. a lot of celebs do that. We had to do that. We felt pressured uh, when we were in the hospital because we hadn't picked Roxy's middle name yet. We we hadn't decided on which one it was going to be. And we wrote down like a thing that we had been talking about and then put that on the actual form. Uh-huh. And then before we left the hospital, we were like, give us that piece of paper. We're changing it. Yeah. And, uh, and then that's when we changed it to Alabama. Mm-hmm. Do you but, remember uh, the other name? Yeah, I do. I'm never going to say it, though. I remember I, it, too. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't, want, I don't want her to it's, it's, Wait, no, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, But yeah, so we... we But you did. You, we felt pressure when we were in there. Yeah. To, give us to a name. name. Give us a name. Yes. Give us a name. Yes. Because you always oh. hear these stories from people where they'll have a kid and then they say, you know, we're going to hold off on the name. Right? I'm like, how do you do that? Because they wouldn't leave us, let us leave the hospital mm-hmm. unless we picked a name. Yo. Right? I have a cousin. Okay? Yeah. And they didn't give their son, their I think it was their firstborn, right? Yeah. They didn't give him a name until three months later. Really? Yeah. How does that happen, I though? don't know. So you know what they called him? What? They called him Zippy. <laughs> <laughs> For like three months, his kid's name was Zippy. But then guess what? That kid's name is Zippy. Yeah. Right? So as a nickname, nickname, air quotes, yeah. they called the kid Zippy. Why didn't they just legally call him Zippy? Thank you. Right? Uh, by the way, uh, Aaron, Aaron Paul, when they named their kid Casper Emerson Paul, what they've legally changed it to is Ryden Caspian Paul. That's super weird, man. So like, it's you can't, drastically different. Like, and how old? Like, how? What's the time frame on when the kid was born? Oh, when they changed baby, the name? Still a baby. Still but, a baby. But no. But like months. Yes. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, wild, yeah. man. That's yeah. weird to like look at the kid and go, yeah, you know, we got it wrong. Yeah, that's you're not, not Casper. You're not Casper Emerson. You're like Ryden. Their Caspian. other kid's name is Story. That's super weird, man. 
That's really to change both the first and middle name after a kid's like in your life for a little while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. weird to me. They could call him Zippy, right? <laughs> yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. All right, news time, Mocha. Yes, I love this part of the podcast. Are you ready? Of course. Let's do the news. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. News break. Did James Corden steal a Ricky Gervais joke? Well, the answer is yes, but how did it happen? Oh. Um, so. For, people are turning on James Corden, man. Like, all those stories last week where he was an a-hole in restaurants and they got banned. And, like, it's really an Ellen thing all over again, yeah, right? Remember when everybody sort of turned on Ellen? And then you but, got and then you got the feeling that, like, even, like, her inner circle was turning on her because a lot of those stories that were coming out weren't coming out from, like, former employees. They were coming out from, like, current employees. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. This may be, like, a Mandela effect thing. Yes. But... Had people not said horrible things about James Corden being a horrible person in the past? They yeah. did, but like it I thought was, I heard that before. They, they did, but it was always sort of chatter. Okay. Right? Okay. It was always sort of chatter. It rarely broke out to, into mainstream. Like it okay. rarely escaped the lab to where now articles are being written about okay. his reputation. So and everybody now? else now was like, guys, we've been telling you this forever. And um, now he's a thief? Well, so I'm guessing somebody on his writing staff hates him mm. because he obviously has writers and his writers have been working in comedy for a long time and they know their craft and they know the greats. So I'm going to play you a clip of Ricky Gervais from 2018. So not even that long ago from yeah. his Netflix special called uh, Humanity talking about social media. But again, that's what the world is like. People take everything personally. I think the world revolves around them, right? Particularly on Twitter, right? I don't know. I'm not tweeting anyone. I'm just tweeting, okay? I don't know who's following me. They can be following me without me knowing, right? Choose to read my tweet and then take that personally. That's like going into a town square, seeing a big notice board, and there's a notice, guitar lessons, and you go, but I don't want guitar lessons. <laughs> Fine. It's not for you then. Just walk away. Don't worry about it. Okay, it's pretty so, funny. Okay, so here is James Corden. Because if someone puts up a poster in a town square that oh. says, guitar lessons available, like, you don't get people in the town go, I don't want to play the guitar! <laughs> I mean, that sign wasn't for you. It was for somebody else. You don't have to get mad about all of it. Yeah, you're a teeth. <laughs> okay, you're right? And, because in the world of comedy, there's nothing worse than stealing a joke. And, yeah. and, you know, you hear stories of comics who do it on stage, and then they get really called out for it. Comics have lost their entire careers because they stole one joke and got called out for yeah. it. Uh, so, Ricky Gervais uh, tweeted... That bit about the Town Square advert for guitar lessons is brilliant. Uh, and then he uh, deleted that afterwards. And then James Corden uh, replied and said, uh, inadvertently told a brilliant Ricky Gervais joke on the show last night. Obviously not knowing it came from him. It's brilliant because it's a Ricky Gervais joke. You can watch all Ricky's excellent specials on Netflix. So somebody <laughs> on the writing staff. Somebody but sunk him. It'll, it'll be easy for him to figure that out, right? Or sure. for somebody on the team. Yeah. Because they know who wrote the joke. Sure, yeah. Yeah, so that absolutely. person's unemployed today. Well, are they, though? Right? Are they? Does James Corden now want to start firing people for making a mistake? Is that part of the reputation that you want? Ellen when, you're, when you're in rebuild oh, mode? Yeah. He's in a tough spot. Right? <laughs> oh, 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 man. It's not an How easy spot. How do you even not, navigate now? It's not an easy spot. It's Damn, not. James, <laughs> put right? it in reverse. <laughs> 
the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Christopher Anderson, the author of The King, explains why Charles will be one of the most eccentric, eccentric sovereigns Great Britain has ever seen. So he was doing an interview. And uh, we all, we've all heard the stories before of how Prince Charles travels with his own custom-made toilet seat mm-hmm. that people have to install for him in hotels and or houses wherever he goes. Iron his shoelaces too? Yeah, there was that. Um, he also said that uh, Prince Charles still travels with his childhood teddy bear. Mm. He said that he's had it since he was very small. And the was only, he Mr. Bean? The only person who's been allowed to teddy. mend his teddy bear, is his childhood nanny, Mabel Anderson, who he remains close to to this day. Oh. Holy shit. How is she? Yeah, Wait. how old? Is I don't know, man, but she's got to have arthritis at this point, right? <laughs> Still with the needle and thread? I know. Fix her. <laughs> uh, he goes on to say that... Uh, teddy. <laughs> teddy. <laughs> I think one of his... Uh, Teddy's sick. Um, I think one of his funniest quirks, he says, is a number of royals have this, and the queen had it as well, is they don't like square ice cubes. So they what? carry around ice cube trays with, like, round ice cubes, and they bring them with them wherever they go because they don't like the clinking sound that square ice cubes make. But And apparently he has a very volcanic temper. Circular... Ice cubes also make a clinking But a sound. different sound, though. It's a different sound. They don't like the corners. Actually, if it's a massive circle, I've seen this, it, like, it, there's no, it touches all the sides. It doesn't clink. Right. Yeah, right. but then once it starts melting. Remember when Meghan Markle moved into the into that family and then was like, God, these people are nuts. Mm-hmm. I got to get out of here. Man, mm-hmm. if Dammit Maury married into the royal family, you would lap this up and just buy into everything. Mm. I'm waiting. Um, apparently, <laughs> um, uh, Prince hello. Charles. You're married. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> he also has a volcanic, quote unquote, temper. Uh-huh. Um, so much so that uh, you could trace Charles's um, uh, temper, they say, back to his childhood, which was heartbreakingly lonely, Anderson writes. Listen to this. Charles has described his relationship with his mother, the queen, by saying that she was cold and aloof and that his father would bully and heckle him and make him cry in front of other people as well as physically bully him. Listen to this. I think it's very telling that Charles only spent as a boy two 15-minute periods a day with his parents. Oh, no. What? Okay, you that was... this in the crown. They touch on this Yeah, the crown. yes, and it, was, and it was scheduled. They say when he had uh, his tonsillectomy, when he had a very bad case of the flu, when he fell down the stairs and broke his ankle, when he had emergency appendectomy at the age of 13, neither his mother or his father visited him in the hospital. What? <laughs> That actually does make right? me sad. That's heartbreaking. Do you remember yeah. in The Crown, they send him away to like sleep at some yeah. school? Yeah, and then he's, yeah, he described that as being a living hell. Aww. Yeah, and it's so, uh, so it's all in this guy's book. Uh, called Yo, the, the King that's why you got to protect Teddy at all, t- right. at all costs. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. You need your, your 150-year-old I, nanny to it, take care of Teddy. If, if I grew up the way he grew up, I would probably still have a Teddy too. Yeah, it age, all makes right? sense. I'm not going to clown on the guy for still having <laughs> Teddy around. Right? I think I would. I think That's I his closest too. family member. Yeah. Teddy. Uh, Teddy. Okay, it sounds like you're clowning him just a little bit. Uh, no, even after no, he didn't want to. No, <laughs> no, no, no. If the king were here, I'd give him a hug. Yeah, yeah. Teddy. Teddy. <laughs> oh, my God, guys. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to write a children's book called Teddy, Teddy. in the Toilet Seat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. But the man have his teddy. Jeez. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast.
Uh, Julie Powell, the food writer who uh, wrote the blog all those years ago, uh, Julie and Julia, 365 days, 524 recipes, uh-huh. and a tiny apartment kitchen, uh, passed away of uh, a heart attack at the age oh, no. of 49. Whoa. And uh, they went on to make uh, Julie and Julia the movie, which I really loved a lot. It was a great movie. And she was trending in all sorts of weird places after she after she died because now anytime uh, anybody dies relatively young from cardiac arrest, people start questioning uh, the vaccine or COVID and, and all of this stuff. And people were going really hard on Julie Powell and I couldn't figure it out, but it was all being linked back to things that Julie Powell had said at the very beginning. And there was a lot of discussion underneath one particular tweet from Julie Powell uh, from October 2021, which is somebody wrote, this was during all the Brett Kavanaugh stuff when everybody was, when his confirmation for uh, Supreme Court and everything else. Mm. So somebody wrote on Twitter, COVID never kills the right people. Our rapey justice will be just fine. Real tragedy. And then Julie replied to that and said, I would argue that COVID has COVID does kill some of the right people. The anti-vaxxers, maskers are dying in legions. But yes, it's a real shame about Kavanaugh. Ooh. So it's this series of tweets where everybody is now going in on uh, on on Julia Powell. Uh, if you find her sort of trending in some weird corners of uh, of Twitter, which is where I spend a lot of my time. Not looking at stuff like this, but, you know, I look at, I find videos like the one I sent to you today, the woman in the car with her dog pooing on her lap. I did not watch it. Shem, I was eating at the time when you had sent that, and Shem, yeah. goes, Shem goes, whatever you do, don't click on that link. Oh, <laughs> so I haven't watched it yet, but spoiler alert, thanks. Now I know I don't, right. I don't have to. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Uh, Ryan Murphy defending Monster, the Jeffrey Dahmer story. Uh, this received a lot of backlash from the victim's family, some of whom accused Netflix and the production of never reaching out to them and has been criticized for exploiting the trauma and the uh, heavily focus on Dahmer's horrifying behavior. Uh, if you remember, Murphy had previously said that he and his team reached out to over 20 victims, families and friends during their three and a half years of research and that he said, quote, not a single person responded to us in that process and then he goes on to say what are the rules now should we never do a movie about a tyrant and in the same interview they asked him about you remember when they removed the lgbtq tag off Dahmer? yes um and like week two that it was on. yeah yeah he was ryan murphy was actually pissed about that Really? Uh, yeah, he said, I don't think all gay stories have to be happy stories. There was a moment on Netflix where they removed the LGBTQ tag from Dahmer, and I didn't like it. And I asked why they did that. And they said because people were upset because it was an upsetting story. And I was like, well, yeah, but it was a story of a gay man and more importantly, his gay victims. Mm. So that is uh, Ryan Murphy. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Ice-T becomes the longest-running male actor on a single TV show in history, if you can believe that. Tutu Ola. Ice-T's character, uh, Tutu Ola, on Law & Order SVU, which started in, I think, like the year 2000 or something like that, and it's still on. He's been on since 2001. Yeah, he joined the the cast in 2001. Uh So here is Ice-T talking to uh, E.T. about getting that honor. And big congratulations to you, Ice, on becoming TV's longest-running... TV's longest-running actor. Yeah. How is that even... Mariska beat me, but she's an actress. 
How is this even possible? You got to be on a show that stays on the longest. It's the longest running show. So in order to get that title, you have to be on. A, a, it's all consecutive. Right, right, right. There's people that have acted way longer than me, but to be on one show continuously for that long, it has never been done. Are you having as much fun as you were day one of the job? Yeah. And then some people compete and they're saying, oh, Bart Simpson got me. And oh, then come on. Somebody, got nothing on ice. Somebody in the yeah, soap operas might have me, but di- different type of thing. So is I it was though? Gonna, I was going to say, like, you know, the person, because The Simpsons was going to be my rebuttal to yes. Mr. Ice-T. Yes. Right? Where you have these voice actors who played these iconic characters. But Bart's voiced by a woman. But what about Homer? Sure, I guess. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Right? Yeah. What about the guy that plays Homer Simpson? I mean, let's let him enjoy it for a day. Well, I know, but then he no, also said, that, but then he also said, you know, I'm sure that there's also some guys on soap operas that have me. Have Thank me you. Beat what as about well. Victor like, Newman? Yeah. The great Victor like, Newman. How, like, Maury, find out right now how long Victor Newman has been on, right. uh, on was it Wine Yeah. Yeah. Like, you don't like, know. Yeah. Like, I don't think that you can claim that. Maybe you have to, if you, then you have to say prime time, right? Yeah. You have to say. You know, uh, an actor. Oh in, my God! In, since 1980, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So hello, yo, Victor Newman, mad as so hell who right gave now. Him this title. I don't know. I think it's like a prime time. Th- I don't. It's know. It's got to be in the I fine print. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but uh, but Ice T has done 400 Listen, episodes. That's of amazing. Law and Order. I agree. Congratulations, Ice T. I agree. Ice-T. I agree. <laughs> right? Congratulations, Ice T. But. Yes. Listen, Razamoka, we've done more than 400 shows Thank in you. the duration of. The show, yes. 13 plus years, five days a week. The dude only works right. once a week. Also, I'm going to say that the other caveat that he sort of threw out there was that Mariska Hargitay, also on Law & Order SVU, has done more than he has. But then he was like, yeah, but she's an actress. I mean, I, I think if there's somebody on the show Hold that on you a work second. on. But didn't the Emmys this year, or last, there was some award show right. where they changed it. They were like, no, an Somebody who acts, yes, right? Yes. Male or female actor, right? right? So yes. they changed the verbiage already. Yeah, I, I agree. Mariska's done 517. Okay, so I, I'm saying anyway, that, that you can't claim that when somebody on that actual show has done more than you have. Right? I don't want it to come because it really sounds like we're iced tea haters. Right <laughs> no, 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 no! No! I love ice! I have nothing against Mr. Ice Tea. No, I love Let's ice just tea! Get that out there, okay? Yeah. But at the end of the day, facts are facts. Right. Okay. Like, and there's a lot of facts, yeah. right? Like if somebody tried to bestow that honor on you, knowing all of this, yeah. everything that we just laid yeah. out, would you even accept yeah, that no. honor? No, give me all the information. Right! right? But sure. he even tried to. To defend himself. I know. But not very well. No. <laughs> <laughs> he also did it while dressed as Dracula at a Halloween See, party. See, there you go. Be, you be go. woke about no, no. Ice-T. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Truthers. <Yeah. laughs> Love you, Ice-T. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. I was just looking at all those GoFundMe pages for uh, Kanye because a bunch of them started getting pulled down. You know, people started uh, these GoFundMe pages to get Kanye back to million billionaire status. Idiots. But, uh, so if you remember in 2016 when Kanye went on Twitter and said that he was $53 million in debt and wanted Mark Zuckerberg to invest a billion dollars in him, somebody created a GoFundMe back then in 2016 with the goal of raising $53 million. They actually raised $57,000. What? Yeah, and then tried to give it to Kanye and Kanye refused. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they wound up donating it to to charity. But it's super weird, man. Like, I actually, I've been hearing this stuff about Con- these Kanye GoFundMe pages, right? Mm-hmm. 
because they keep pulling them down. And the reason they keep pulling these down is because the beneficiary that's listed is just not Kanye West. It's just like some guy who started a GoFundMe page, right? Because that money's not no. going to Kanye West. No, but the vast majority, when you go on GoFundMe, yeah. there's a lot of thirsty people in the world. When you go on GoFundMe, the entire page is full of make me a billionaire instead of Kanye West. Five dollars raised. Make my <laughs> make make my children billionaires instead of Kanye West. Twenty dollars raised. Nice. Don't make Kanye West a billionaire again by April. Twenty five dollars raised. Like don't make it, like raise money to not make him a billionaire. Like that's all it says. And people donate it. I'm sure it's them throwing a couple bucks in. Of course. It's like you know Look like at the traction I'm getting. Yes. Right. Stupid. Like a busker. Right. Yeah. That first twenty's his. Of course. Right. Uh, but it's all, the entire thing is make me instead of Kanye West a billionaire. Make my son a millionaire instead of Kanye West. Tell make, your son to go get a job. Thank you, <laughs> right? Fund my nursing education instead of Kanye West. Make me a billionaire instead of Kanye West. Make me richer than Kanye West. They're all, every single thing on here is just like somebody going like, make my kids rich. Do people do that on GoFundMe and think that it'll work? Oh, well, I mean, yeah. why not just do something, like actually do something for it, like do a cameo or something else. Yo, cash out like work. Single yeah, moms work need more help than Kanye West. Yo, Venmo me. Right? <laughs> this is just another version of that. Somebody put their dog on here. Don't give Kanye money. Give to Bella. Aw. <laughs> I'm sold. Yeah. Diva's going to empty her yeah. life savings. So and, and, by, and by the way, that is the that $25. That's one of the highest on the page so wow. far. Well, yes. 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 Uh, so anyway, so that's a, a big giant waste of time. Stupid. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Drake was out trolling people on social media and people fell for it. We'll I get to that fell. in a second. I fell for one. Um, so, so embarrassed. Drake's uh, got a new album, uh, Her Loss with 21 Savage, and he posted a bunch of stuff. And one of them was at NPR's Tiny Desk, you know, mm-hmm. where they do the Tiny Desk concerts. Yeah. And he's sitting there with 21 Savage. And, like, there's really nothing trolly about it. Like, it seems legit, but only it wasn't in any way legit. So, here's Kanye promoting his non existent Tiny Desk Drake, concert. Drake, 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 sorry. What's up, everybody? Appreciate you uh, joining us today, all the, the audience, everybody at home. My name is Drake. On the one seven. And uh, this is our tiny desk. Let's get it. Yeah, let's get into it. Man, and, I fell for that one so And hard. then, so NPR saw that and they were like, yo, let's do it for real though. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, why? Like, it seemed weird that that's a troll. It, but makes, it seemed totally legit. Makes sense. And then he posted a shot of uh, of uh, himself and 21 Savage sitting on the sort of remote studio that Howard Stern uses. And they cut together an interview that looked like Howard was asking Kanye if he's ever going to get married again. Drake. Sorry, Drake. I don't know why I keep saying Kanye. I gotta, I gotta, yeah, I'm, I'm obsessed with him. You want, where, you want where to make him a billionaire. I know. I'm, I keep trying. I'm doing my part to make Kanye a billionaire again. But a clip of Howard asking Drake if he was ever going to get married again. And um, what about love? I mean, could you ever commit to one woman? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be married. You could be married. I want to hear his answer. <laughs> I'm sure I could. You know, like I think, uh, I think that, I think that eventually, once all this is said and done for us, and right. that addiction of work and success and forward movement is over, I feel like we're all going to need something real. Hopefully, yeah. it's not too late. 
Okay. But then, like, right now, I feel like I get into this habit of dating, like, four or five women to make one woman. Because yeah. I like, like, these, like, two things Pieces about this of each girl. One. And then I like, like, what this girl does for a living. And then I like... So it's it, it's just really, I, I I honestly I don't know if I'll like I, I hopefully I'll find somebody. The biggest thing is I need to be inspired, so I just need all those things. <laughs> yeah, you need gumbo. <laughs> the gumbo. Yeah. Isn't that a weird troll? Like it seems so legit, but it completely the, makes sense. Headline in the Daily Mail: Drake confesses he's currently quote in the habit of dating four or five women at a time. Yeah, it's also they, what they, I took from it. To be honest, it's also what. That's also what I took from it. I was like, oh my god, is this real? Like, yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. Brilliant. Move. Yeah. Yeah. But Yo. it didn't exist. And then he and then he released the cover art for what he said was going to be her loss was just a picture of some woman. I don't know who the, yeah. the I don't know who the woman is. Yeah, and everybody's yeah. like, well, that can't be real either. But these seem like like they're not really funny. Let me tell you. Yeah. The Vogue cover. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. And then there was a Vogue cover with Drake and uh, and 21 Savage. So I have Apple News on my phone, right? So yeah. I had all the magazines. So I go looking for this Vogue cover. Right. And it's not there. Like, the latest one has Michaela Cole from uh, the new Wakanda Forever. And she looks gorgeous on the cover, yes. right? Yes. I'm like, oh, maybe this Drake one is, like, one of many. Yeah. My stupid ass goes to Shoppers Drug Mart. Oh, no, did. you didn't. <laughs> to go look for oh, the Drake and 21 Savage Vogue cover because I figured maybe... The stores will have all the different versions, right? And then I asked the lady, hey, do you guys have the Drake No, you did not. Cover? And then the lady was like, no, like whatever we have is out there. And I was like, but do you? are there multiple covers? And she's like, that's the only one that we Drake have. had you in the car out to shoppers looking for a Vogue that doesn't exist? Damn. Starting Damn. From the bottom. Damn. <laughs> so thanks, Damn. Drake. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Jake's sitting there You're like... Up, you left your family at home to exactly. go buy Vogue. Yeah. Jake's sitting at home like, got him. <laughs> Thanks, Drake. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. So it's looking like Ryan Reynolds is interested in purchasing the Ottawa Senators if the Ottawa Senators hit the market. Wait, this would, what? This would be Ryan's second sports team if he's able to purchase the New York Senators along with uh, uh, Rob, uh, how do you say that guy's name? McElhaney? Is that what it was? When they bought that Welsh soccer team and did that uh, TV show about it? Oh, is that real? Yes. Oh, yeah. I, I haven't watched the show. They own They own a team. I didn't know that. Yeah, so he would be adding this to his sports portfolio because I guess the story is, is that... Senators uh, are for sale? I didn't know that. Well, it, the, the two kids inherited the team after from Eugene Melnick, and then there's stories that they may want to sell... And if the price is right, somebody like Ryan Reynolds and then one of the sources close to, I guess, Ryan Reynolds said that uh, one of the things that he would be looking to do is keep the make sure the team stays in Ottawa uh, as opposed to somebody taking the right. team for the purposes of moving the team, which I don't know if that would go over well anyway. No. Um, but uh, but yes. Yeah, so Ryan Reynolds may be wanting to buy the Ottawa Senators. Sure. Sure. Right. I'm down. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Sponsored by uh, Aviation Gin. Yes. Right? You know, yes, the, like everything else in his the life. Teams, the team's got the, the logos and like the sponsorships on the jerseys. Yeah. Well, Aviation gin is gin. good on ice. See, you like gin, huh, more? Oh, I hate gin. I can't Oh, do you really? Gin. I Look, enjoy gin. It tastes like pine needles to me. I, what's wrong with pine needles? It, the, not to drink. The, um... The aviation one? Yeah. It's good, man. Yeah. Yeah. Is it really? What do you yeah, put yeah, it yeah, with? Yeah, what yeah. do you drink it with? Tonic. Yeah. Tonic, huh? Tonic, See, I don't man. like tonic either. 
Oh, I don't like gin and I don't like tonic. Then don't have it. Yeah, well, that's something. Listen, okay, stop peer pressuring me. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Ah. Uh, Frozen Two is being sued over the track "Some Things Never Change." Now, a musician named Daniel Grigson Mm -hmm. says that the the songwriters behind Frozen Two copied a song that he recorded in 2001 called "That Girl." So here is a little from Frozen Two. This is. Some things never change. But why is this guy suing now? That movie came out in 2019. Yeah, so he says that uh, the Frozen song has the same beat, rhythm, feel, theme, and words as his song, and he wants Disney to fork over money. So it's not clear why it took him so I'll, long. To but- answer Mocha's question, he, when he, he saw it recently, like he, he watched it, he hasn't watched it till now, and then saw it was like, hey, wait a minute, that sounds like my song. No, it was his daughter that saw it, and his daughter said, they took your song. Oh. So, like Dad, check this out. Yes. Yeah, so this Damn. is Daniel Grigson's song, That Girl. Some people never change, but on a different max. Don't get contacts, but inside they're still the same. Some people never change. Oh, wow. Can I go back to Frozen? Some things never change. It's the same thing. Okay, go back to him now. Elsa fully jacked Daniel Grigson. I mean, I right? understand if the if the melody or if the if the it, it, like if the composition was the same, that's one thing. But but thematically, they're the same too. Oh yeah, Daniel Grigson getting paid from Disney for sure. Yeah, that's close, huh? Yeah, bruh, you can't live your life knowing that Olaf stole from you. <laughs> Right? Mm-hmm. Come on, Olaf? Yeah. You think you can blame it, Olaf? I sound in the song. No. Oh. Yo, Adina Menzel, time to pay up, bro. Oh, come on. It's not Adele her fault. Adele Dazeem. <laughs> yes, it's not Kristen her Bell. fault. Kristen Bell, time to pay up. It's not Kristen Bell's fault either, okay? The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, apparently, according to production sources, they tell TMZ that Johnny Depp is set to make a surprise guest appearance at uh, Rihanna's Savage X Fenty uh, Volume 4 fashion show. What? Johnny Depp won't be walking the runway. Instead, he's going to be the uh, be a focus of one of the show's sort of like star moments, which in the past has included like Cindy Crawford and Erica Badu. Um, oh, so he'll like walk out, yeah, maybe stand there do and like something. A model will walk by, circle him, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So sources say that Rihanna and her team invited Johnny Depp to be a part of it, and both sides were super excited to make it happen. They say that uh, Johnny has already filmed his part, oh. and it will be included in the show's premiere on uh, Prime Video on November 9th. Oh, that's uh, As for uh, what he's going to look like, they are told that uh, his vibe will... Oh, man. What? If somebody what? said this about me, I'd never be able to live it down. Go. They're, they describe Johnny Depp's look in the in the fashion show as, quote, cool and chic. 
<laughs> yeah. Well, you already have smooth, cool dude. Yeah, I know. Right? I don't need that's smooth, his, cool, chic dude. That's, that's, his, that's his version. <laughs> cool and chic. Cool and chic. <laughs> Good for you, Johnny Depp. Yeah. yeah, so he's back, I guess, and people are allowed to party with him and stuff again. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Oh, at what age does the average person... Start to notice the signs of aging. The signs of aging. Uh, like where I guess you really feel it, like when it comes to your health. Because when you're in your 20s, you can get over pretty much anything real fast, whether it's a, a, an injury, playing ultimate frisbee if you do that. 45? 45, says Mocha. Shem, what do you say? I say like 30. 30? Damn it, Maury. Damn it, Maury. What do you say? I'm going to say 48. Really? 48? 48? No. Because well, they... I'm looking at you. Oh, my God. Wow. Damn. They say... F... No, that wasn't a roast. Come on. Uh, I don't know. They... You're sizzling. Okay, okay, I take it back. Yeah. See, you just see more. Right? I knew, I knew if I gave it one up. more chance that we would have screwed it all up. <laughs> you should have just shut uh, up, man. Age 42 is the year that they oh. say that we, we start to begin noticing the signs of age. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app.